0: Bye.
1: Welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good Podcast. Today's guest is none other than... It's Kolinski. <laughs> I don't know why I'm possessed to say names like that, but uh, I-, I am. I'm doing it like that. Uh, Kolinsky is a very, very talented uh, gentleman from Switzerland. Uh, he-, he is a... Uh, <laughs> He's a very fine musician. Uh, I'm only laughing because this whole the whole conversation is literally not about music. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and then it's making me laugh because I'm just sort of transported back to when we raided out of Kalinsky's, uh, the interview with Kalinsky, and we went and raided someone. I don't remember who we raided, but... Um, <laughs> they were like, how was your stream? And I was like, it's great. Uh, we we're talking to Kalinski, and he's a, uh, what did I say? He wants everyone to get along and he's from Switzerland. And <laughs> he added it there. I am also a musician. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit. Uh, I probably should have talked a little bit about music. I, um, well, You guys know how it goes on this show. You know, we, we bring on musicians and artists, but we, we talk about whatever comes up So I, it's really hard for me To just to pin a conversation down To just music Or just this or just that It's uh it, 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 The thing is is that I worked really hard To not do that And so when it comes to doing that I've sort of Made myself into something That I can't change out of Although I can I can stay on topic but I don't know, man. It's just, uh, I, I, have I've done this so many times now where it's just automatically I'm going to launch right into whatever's on my mind or whatever comes up. And it always, it always used to amaze me when I would listen to different podcasts like Mark Marin or, um, uh, uh, what was the one that, there's a ton of podcasts now that, that do this, but, or even, um. Oh my god, I can't think of anybody's fucking names right now. It's mostly comedian podcasts where it, it just starts. Like like Joe Rogan or Mark Marin. It just starts, right? Like it, you're just in this conversation. Like I just I love that. I love that these conversations you just just slip right into them and and that's what I've always tried to do. Not that I'm trying to tr- copy these other podcasters because I definitely think I've taken on a voice of my own, which is amazing to me because, you know, uh, it, it, it's nice to be decently mediocre at something. <laughs> I am not. I only say that because I know I'm not the greatest interviewer. I know I'm not the greatest podcaster, but um, I'm getting pretty good. And I like that. I really do like the fact that I'm getting pretty good at this. So Uh, Like with music, I wouldn't say I'm pretty good. I'd say I'm, I'm (laughs) I, right? Like I'm I. But but with 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 podcasting, I would say I'm I'm pretty good. You know, I'm pretty decent at this. Although I man, yesterday I was in the live stream and I just could not remember anything. And I blame it all on drugs and stuff. But you know, it's, it's blame it on the weed. All right, the weed. Anyways, we're going to be talking to Kolinsky here in a moment. Go check out Kolinsky's live stream on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Kolinsky, And let me s- spell that out. Thanks, man. Um, let me spell that out for you. My son just brought me a water. That was very nice of him. Uh, it's twitch.tv slash it'skolinsky, I-T-S-C-O-L-I-N-S-K k i go get yourself some it's kalinsky Kalinski will be coming up here shortly but first go to random mystique.com. mystique.com uh it features random my lovely wife singer actress uh, uh business owner fucking twitch streamer fucking take lessons partner Anyways, <laughs> go check out randomystique.com and check out her live stream on twitch.tv slash mystique. It's R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E dot com or twitch.tv slash mystique Anyways, go there, do that. She streams Mondays through Thursdays, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. You can also find We Speak English Good on Twitch. Go to twitch.tv slash we speak English good we stream Mondays and Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time we have uh, you know what we're doing like like this Saturday we have or tomorrow I should say we have an IRL stream where Raina and I will be playing music the whole time I'm so fucking excited about it um, because I'm going to have good sound we're going to have good fucking sound and um, we're going to let the community pick our our songs for the live gig. So I'm so excited about this. Um, We haven't tried this yet, but basically you guys get to pick our set list because why not? Why the fudge not? So yeah, that's coming up tomorrow, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, We're gonna be playing the Fremont festival or something. I don't know. It's some Ohio festival. It ought to be a good time. So, we're going to be going live from Fremont uh, on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Good. Uh, we also have a live music stream coming up with me and Jason Tyler Black. For whatever reason, you guys really love it when me and Jason get together and chat. So, uh, Jason's coming back. We're going to be playing some tunes and chatting it up. So, come and join us. That is going to be Saturday, October 7th Ooh, Jesus! That was gross. Uh, oh God, it doesn't stop. That's gonna be October seventeenth, twenty twenty-one, at uh, 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 and, and right here uh, at three p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, not right here. What am I talking about? On Twitch. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it all together, folks. I know this intro is going on, so I, I will pick up the speed. You can find we speak english good on threadless that's right you can support us monetarily by going to our threadless store and going to we speak english and buying a t-shirt or a mug or something like that it's very helpful for us also remember hamburger 2099 is out and available to stream that is our latest single it is a synth wave hitter i already got the next song all recorded all i gotta do is mix and master so next song is coming out next month i'm super excited about that as well got all kinds of shit coming out guys all kinds of shit so very excited this is a, this has been a very productive year so far so i'm very very happy about what's happening although i would love it if you guys came over to the twitch stream and actually hung out and be a part of the conversation because that's amazing but that's okay i appreciate that you guys are listening listen our numbers have doubled in like a month or so so like i'm not complaining about you guys at all much love it's crazy right now because we're really we really are hitting like 20,000 listens a week look i know that that ain't shit compared but I'm, not, I'm done comparing i'm only comparing myself to how how much i've grown since yesterday which doesn't make a sense but I, i'm only comparing myself how good i was yesterday you know what i mean i want i want things to grow i love that it's growing i appreciate you folks and um you know that's one thing we always talk about on the show is not comparing yourself to others like it's the stealer of joy it really is so i'm not comparing myself to others but i do realize where i stand when it comes to to you know numbers and where my podcast is and for for us and for me and for us in this show, it's we're doing great, guys. So give yourself a pat on the back, a round of applause, or, or go and get yourself a, 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 a an H.J. somewhere uh, and, and just celebrate with me, folks. So, yeah, good job. I love you guys. You guys are awesome. Okay, I think that's about enough out of me. Uh, I don't know who's coming on the show next week, as I say most weeks um, on Fridays because I just <sighs> – <I just laughs> There's just too much going on, folks. So let's jump on over to Kalinsky. Um, this was recorded a couple weeks ago. It, again, Kalinsky is a wonderful musician from Switzerland and a really smart dude. All right, guys, enjoy this talk with
2: It's Kalinsky.
1: i had um five thousand dollar stereo mics that i could start licking and then i would just oh yeah understandable yeah <laughs> have, you, have
2: you have you ever saw like amaranth or indy fox getting down on those dude the the ones that have like the ear things on yeah. the side yes yeah that's crazy i
1: love it there's a, look I amaranth's on right now i bet there's about eight thousand people watching her lick definitely a microphone i love it i i, I respect the hustle so much um a- and so when they got banned, I decided to um, I decided to, it, it, you know, show my support by every stream's a hot tub stream now, you know, because I support <laughs> the ladies of Twitch. I'm a feminist. God damn it. I'm a feminist. I, I support women, <laughs> especially half naked women filleting a microphone. Anyways, oh she's playing just dance right now. Okay. <laughs> she has insight <laughs> wow. info. Yeah, she does. Nice. <laughs> um, anyways, Kalinski. I I don't know how much you pay attention to this shit, but, but what do what, what you think of this whole Nicki Minaj thing going on? I don't I don't you could say pass if
2: you don't want to comment. That's totally fine. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's just always interesting to see how like the tables turn on people once they say like one thing that goes the opposite direction of what they used to stand for you know and like all of a sudden like i don't know like i mean i don't follow the drama much just because (laughs) i feel like it's like not it's toxic as fuck wait it's yeah (laughs) I, i think it's just like a i know that i can use my energy better yeah than like spend it on like thinking about this stuff too much. Like I'll read it, you know, I'll I'll be aware of it. And then it's just like, okay, cool. That's happening. Put it in a box. You know, if someone asks me about it, I can like talk about it. But also it's not something that I'm going to spend a lot of time, like, you know, going over just because it's (laughs) like, I'd rather focus on making music and being creative and you know,
1: yeah, you, hanging you, out with friends, spend and, all day on Twitter. Like, no, Nicki Minaj is a hero. She's a goddamn yeah. hero. <laughs> Which,
2: also, keyboard warrior. Uh, it's like,
1: yeah, I, I, I can't. You're, you're right in that. Like, um, as soon as, as soon as social media starts becoming like, cause I'm on it constantly, and and for us, it's hard. I would say it's harder because you know we depend on social media a lot. I mean, your whole you're you're on Twitch. That's the whole social media platform. You're trying to grow your twitch channel. So you know, we depend on social media as a method of getting our our, our message out there, our music, our, our show, our, our you know our streams, and everything. And so it becomes like this thing that's part of work. So you're making these excuses for you to be on, you know, TikTok for like 10 hours a day. But <laughs> yeah. it, but in reality, like how much are you working and how much are you scrolling and tapping and right. looking at big butts and stuff? It's like, I don't, you know, like it's not, it, it, it's it, it's a really hard balance. But I find that as soon as it gets to that point where I'm like, what, like like you? I have to like I've had to train myself to catch myself just sort of mindlessly scrolling. And when it turns into a mindless scroll, it's like, OK, you know, you're done. Let's move on or with something because now you're just wasting time. How, how do you handle your consumption because of what we do? It, it, I mean, for me, it makes it hard, but uh, I don't know. Maybe you got it under control.
2: I think it's, it's like, I don't have it under control. Definitely not. I think <laughs> it's a constant learning process. <laughs> Spoiler,
1: Kuliski does um, not have it under control.
2: <laughs> like I went, I went out, um, I met my mom for coffee today in mm. town. Um, we went to like a outdoor restaurant cause like, it's cool to be outside now. Mm. Like, um, like, I mean, there's still like some COVID restrictions in place, but like it's, so I went, I went to grab a coffee with my mom in town and, um, I pull, like nobody had messaged me. Nothing had like happened or anything, right? Like on my phone, but I pull it out. I look at it. I open Instagram. I, I look through a couple stories. I swipe up a bit and my mom looks at me and she's like, am I boring you? And I'm like, <laughs> no, actually not at all. Like I'm happy to be here with you. I'm enjoying our time together. And then I was just like, honestly, it's just kind of a compulsive obsession at this point. Like I'm just no. used to pulling out my phone like once every five minutes at least to check the time yeah. and that like checking the time goes hand in hand with opening an app, like usually Instagram <laughs> yes. for me. That's the one I'm the most active on. Yeah. Um, but then I like consciously put it away and then I was like, okay, like I'll, I'll be <laughs> aware of the fact that like, I'll not touch my phone for a while, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, And I think it's like, it's just like a curse of our generation, you know? It's such a blessing to be able to connect with so many people worldwide, you know, like being able to talk to you over in the States from, from Europe and like having all these friends um, all over the world. Bink TTTV is, hey, a, Bink, is a homie of mine in. from the Netherlands. Hey, um, Netherlands. Benny is in Germany. Ethereum is in Germany. Um, <clears throat>
1: nice. Welcome.
2: Like Donka. All friends who I who I made via Twitch and then also Dean who was in chat earlier is a producer from the States who's also like a, a good friend and like mentor to me at this point with yeah. music production and stuff. And that wouldn't have been possible without social media. But at the same yeah. time, we spend so much freaking time on it. That's like kind of a waste, you know, like the, the mindless scrolling is yeah. kind of a waste, you know, very wasteful. But, Like at the same time, you can't not afford to do it because you need to stay up to date with all the trends if you're a content creator and so on. So it's like, ah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. where's the balance? How do you deal, yeah. And so there's no balance for you?
2: No, not yet. Like I I think I've gotten better at it. I think there was a time when it was really impossible for me to leave a room without my phone in my hand. Like now I can do it. Like. (laughs) um,
1: Now I can do it.
2: Now I can do it again, <laughs> but it's, it's, uh, it's definitely like a challenge still. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, and it's so funny that like, it's such a challenge that we're having an entire conversation on it, on the internet <laughs> about how much like we can't leave the room. Like, like my son and, and I both share the same trait is that <clears throat> we'll be like, have, we'll have to go poop and, uh, and we poop everybody. We poop. I poop. Everyone poops. Uh, but I don't know why I felt like I needed to do that. I don't think anybody here was like, he said poop, he poops. Like, I don't, I don't think anybody here was like freaking out about me saying poop, poop. Uh, so before we go into the bathroom, it's like, where's my phone? Where's my, and then, and then you're searching. Hey, hey, thank you for that follow bing. um, I'm searching, and, and I'm like, I'm doing the dance. I was like, ugh. Oh. And my son, he, I mean, he's seven, and, and it's sad that my seven-year-old son ha- is doing the shit dance while he's looking for his phone because he has, he has to poop so bad, but he's so concerned with not being without his phone on the shitter. Like, we've created a little monster already, which, uh, you know, this is this is where we're at, I, I guess. You know, like, in, in the world, you know, like, th- we're... The weird thing is that, you know, we're being told not to spend all this time on it, but yet we're sort of being forced into it, you know, either by a pandemic or just by technology itself. So it's like, I feel like it's sort of shifting in a way that, uh, it's, it's not just like content creators or musicians or artists that are using it now all the time. It's, it's everybody who's sort of on it all the time, only just because we're forced to be. And, uh, it, it, I feel like it is getting a little out of hand it, 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 and, uh. You know, I I don't know how we get out of this thing. I mean, we're only going to keep doing more technology. We're only going to be making more technology, you know, like we're only going to be advancing this shit and we're only going to be making it more addictive and more, you know, in uh, in, um, intrusive, but also, you know... um uh, where you're just sort of sucked in. They, they're going to make it more uh, encapsulating, I guess. I, I'm trying to find that stupid word, but it's not happening. But, you know, they, they're, it's only going to get more and more, especially with the dawn of... of, of uh, what, What's the shit that they're going to implant in our brain? Anybody? <laughs> Elon Musk, you know what I'm talking about? Neuralink. Are, are you, have you ever heard of Neuralink? Kolinsky?
2: I think I may have read something about it, but I'm not really familiar... But, I mean, there's there's always, like, the different, like, oh, we're going to get chipped by the government thing. Oh, and, yeah.
1: Like, oh, it's, it's happening. All the,
2: <laughs> like, I think on the one hand, it would be super cool, but, like, you just need to have that assurance. Or, like, for me personally, like, mm-hmm. if that ever became a thing, I would need the assurance that, like, it's safe and private, you know? Which, I mean, can you ever be 100% sure about that at this point? But at no. the same time, like, it's kind of like, at what point do you jump on the bandwagon, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like if, st- if stuff keeps going that way, you know, like there are still people who are like, oh, I stay um, off of social media for this or that reason, you know, like I don't have Instagram, I don't have Facebook, whatever it is, you know, like, mm. and I'm like, that's cool if you don't need it. But whenever I hear someone who's, into music or into like the creative arts, say something like that. And then I'm just like, okay, but if you want to make money with your art, you have to be, you know, (laughs) nowadays, right? Like until you get to the point where you're so big, where it does it itself, right? right? You have a million fans, you can delete your apps and just be like, Hey, I don't need social media. And then it's cool. Right. But until you build your fan base to that point, I feel like, you have no choice it, it it's it's a um right i don't know it's, it's a necessary it's kind of a, evil at this point right yeah like, exactly we
1: have to we sort of we need it to function and we need it so bad that we came and we we need the, our phone so bad that we'll like att- like try not to shit ourselves while finding it just so before we go to the bathroom <laughs> it's like we'll sit there and do a shit dance It's it's insanity. Uh, I try to manage my kids, but honestly, we grew up watching TV and playing video games 24-7. Yeah, and that's how I see it, too. It's like I, I grew up watching television, playing games, and being completely sucked into entertainment. My whole life, and I'm fine. But I will say that my attention and, uh, and just the my I don't know there there is something that that probably could have some kind of mental health issue that probably could have been prevented if only I would have been outside more. Mostly <laughs> my fatness, I would have been. <laughs> mostly my like physical health, I wouldn't have been such a tubby little shit. Uh, there's only one thing you. Uh, there's only one thing you can be sure about in life what is that death and taxes? I don't know. I think that's is that a death and taxes uh reference there. The thing about that is that you don't even have to pay taxes if you don't want to. You just die. <laughs> that's the only thing we're really guaranteed is death. Um they don't need to chip us, they can track us with our phones. Yeah. They definitely are already doing that. <laughs> they are definitely already doing that. And uh to the I mean to the point now where you know they they um i think like in in new york they have like the with the vaccine passports i think they track people too uh, with those as well which you know i'm not trying to take it there but like we can see how things are sort of closing in on us right like mm. i get that we're making all these new rules f- to function in a new you know in a new world the new normal yeah. but we're also it looks as if we're Closing off certain freedoms that um, that uh, that we're sort of just sort of handing over, and I'm not sure if I'm really that comfortable with it. But you know, hey, whatever. How is it there for you guys? Like, do you have vaccine passports and shit? Or, I mean, you just said that you were just sort of let out of the cage there. You guys have been locked down for a while.
2: It's been alright here, actually. Like for me, um, the weird the weird thing for me is technically I study university in the Netherlands, right? Which is um, a country and a half over from where i am right now but in march 2020 everything locked down obviously so i decided to fly back to switzerland and stay with my parents um again to avoid paying more rent and to like save money and um all the uni happened online oh um which which was like at the beginning it was really terrible for me and then at some point i got used to it and i was like okay actually i prefer it yeah. to the point where now like actually kind of just want to finish my uni online because I've got like a year ish left. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm just like, okay, can we just, you know, continue to, cause I study literature. It's basically reading books and writing essays. I don't need to go to class for that kind of like, that's kind of what it feels like. Um, (laughs) but like at the same time, like I do like the Netherlands, it's a really nice place. They have great food, great people. Um, and, uh, like and, all and that, but legal, now right? like I've weeds sorry?
1: Weeds legal there too, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, I I uh, I don't partake of the devil's lettuce, but um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I I, 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 just, uh, I totally like yeah, it is like you can you can uh,
1: you can smoke weed and then the yeah like you can smoke
2: weed them. and chill and not get. Um,
1: but you really like the Netherlands. Like, but, uh, yeah, besides I do. The they weed. have,
2: I think, like, because it's so international and they have a lot of really good, fast, easy ethnic foods, mm. which is amazing. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah and I also just that. like the sort of uh, international vibe. And like, it's really kind of a young, liberal place. Oh, so sweet. it's cool for artists to mm. be there as well. Um, but now, like, over the past year with Twitch, I've been building my home studio up here in Switzerland and I've got all this gear now and like moving back for university just kind of seems like a drag and like we've gotten a couple gigs here now and stuff um <laughs> but now like just as of this week the netherlands has declared that in university there um they got rid of masks like you don't have to wear a mask anymore oh. and they got rid of the 1.5 meter rule Oh,
0: okay.
2: um which to me seems a little bit jumping the gun hmm. still with yeah. like the like, yes, a lot of people are vaccinated now, which is a good thing. And, you know, like there's, um, you need a passport. They didn't specify that in the thing. Yeah. At least not in the messages I got. Um, Bofo government taking <laughs> away my freedom. <laughs> fair. I don't know. Like 100% need a QR code. Okay. Oh, wow. Fair. So that's, so right. you're talking about yeah.
1: vaccine passport. Not a Yeah, so card. like for us,
2: it's like in Switzerland, we have an app. Like mm-hmm. if you get vaccinated, you can download the app or you can, um if you get tested, you can also scan a code mm. and get it um just like a temporary one that you can use. Um But then the question is, do you want to get tested every other day? You know, right. Like, I mean, that's just a pain in the nose. You it, know? Certainly um. it certainly is. It certainly is a pain in the <laughs> nose.
1: <laughs> I was saying, but um, you need your ID with you. Wow.
2: Yeah exactly how do you yeah. feel
1: about that are you do you do you guys uh, how is the country feel about that has there been a backlash sort of like how is it has
2: it's a that... it's a 50 50 mix ah, there's like the there's 50 percent scientific people who are just like um like screw you anti-vax people like you're you're gonna kill us all and like that whole thing and then there's all the anti which was like yeah the vaccine is government like freedom taking away stuff And I think it's, it's, to me, I'm very much like, I mean, I did get vaccinated. Mm -hmm. I would probably recommend that everybody do, but like, it's not, not choice that I'm going to make for someone else. And I'm not going to like tell anyone who isn't vaccinated to, you know, go fuck themselves. right? Right. Like that's, I feel like that's the, the thing is it shouldn't be a reason for us to like, become enemies in that you know like Mm -hmm. everything is so politicized nowadays and so um like it's either this or that right but if you're this then I'm not going to be your friend or if it's that then like I don't want to talk to you at all right and it's just like we're all human we all have our flaws we all have like our good qualities let's just focus on those and be friends and Like, obviously, if you're infected, don't, like, stay away, right? But, (laughs) like, in two weeks, we can hang out again, you know? Like, I don't care.
1: (laughs) Well, and that's the thing, too, is, like, what I don't understand about the people who are getting vaccinated and getting angry at people who aren't is, like, aren't you vaccinated? Aren't you protected? But then you hear about these breakthrough cases, and then you can hear about how you can still spread the virus, even though you're vaccinated. I get the hesitancy. I really do. But what I don't understand is why people are so upset. I mean, it's like you're vaccinated, bro. This is, I mean, this is what we got vaccinated for, right? Like, this is why people are vaccinated. So, you know, they don't get the full brunt of the, of, of the force of it. And so what's just, it's just, it's just, it's just mind boggling that, that we have decided what we decided that these are the things that we're drawing the line with, you know, is like here in America, it was like, you vote for Trump. I hate you. And that's where it kind of started, you know? Right. And it's yeah. like, and then, and, and then, and then everybody just started drawing lines and, and it's like, and now vaccines and masks and, and, mm. and, and, you know, like uh, pronouns and like all these things like are, are these huge lines that you can't. Step over, and it's like, man, it's it's really, it's really hard to navigate when you have all these lines to avoid. You know what I mean? Like I'm just trying to navigate as a peaceful like kind person <laughs> and, yeah. and now like you ex- i totally feel you you know and you, and now you're expecting me to like sort of tiptoe around these crazy arbitrary arbitrary lines that you've created for everyone around you and as being perpetuated by the media and our government so it does seem to be a little confusing out there but again it's interesting to see how hospitals won't accept six unvaccinated people now. I mean, it makes sense, but it's public service. Yeah, that that that's nuts. That's nuts to me. That's nuts. Like, how are you gonna turn down a sick person? You're a fucking hospital. Yeah. yeah. Like, like now, even fucking medical help. You know, like <laughs> that's politicized now. Like these doctors are like, oh hell no. <laughs> There's not yeah anti vaxer, anti helper. You know, like anti. It's just, uh. (laughs) anyways, people are upset at each other, continuing to catch and spread COVID. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But, but, but if you're vaccinated, isn't that the, yeah, I get it. If you're still vaccinated, you could still spread it. It's just, why are you worried about me if you're okay though? You know what I mean? Like you're going to be fine. Anyways, I didn't mean to get all up into this vaccine bullshit. Good morning, wrecker. Uh, welcome, in. Like, uh, like, I get that they don't want, they don't want to make the vulnerable people in the hospital sick, but it's a weird moral circumstance. It really it, is, yeah. It is a moral circumstance, and it, it, there's things that they could do. I mean, they could separate motherfuckers, that's what they did before, like, I don't know, it's, it's gotten so ridiculous, and, and it's such a, it's such a sad thing, too, because... Like recently I watched like a really good friend of mine get sort of surrounded and and berated by like really close friends and um, it really fucked him up, you know, it really fucked him up because he's like, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to get vaccinated. I don't want to, you know, like, I don't want to do that. I'll, I'll test as much as you guys want me to test. Fine, whatever. I'll, I'll keep testing. If I get the shit, I'll, you know, I'll quarantine. I'll do everything right, but I'm not doing that and you know they 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 really 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 fucked up his 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 evening cuz you know we're we're hanging out we're partying and and you know it really fucked up his evening and and like the whole next day and shit and like you know, like things still aren't right between him and his friends. So it was like a really it was a really shitty situation that you know, you get and I found myself in that situation as well when, you know, like when people are talking to me about certain things, and it's like, man, i I don't like to be put in that situation where people are like you are doing this and you're wrong and this is blah 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 blah." and it's like bro I'm not doing anything it's not like I'm drunk grabbing your sister's ass okay like I'm just sitting here unvaccinated it's like that's literally all I'm doing I don't know man um and anyway in, in, in any case uh, the vaccine passport I mean personally you you find it fine right like I'm vaccinated I don't care it's whatever yeah yeah yeah.
2: I think it's, like, I think for me, like, the, the issue becomes, like, hey, like, can we, like, please just be good freaking human beings, you know, like, <laughs> yes. be considerate. And, like, yeah, okay, I I do see, to an extent, like, it does, it is kind of sucky that people who don't get vaccinated don't have as much freedom. Mm. Um but at the same time on that note like it'll go back to normal at some point you know mm-hmm. like that I expect it to and it's just like a matter of like being more patient I guess
1: yeah I mean I, I, I don't I, I don't know it's yeah. a back check I'm in New Zealand but, so we don't really have much of a choice. Oh yeah I hear I hear New Zealand and Australia are kind of not making it a very choosy situation. Um, anyways welcome New Zealand I'm sorry go ahead What was I saying? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It'll get worse. (laughs) Oh, you were saying that it'll go back to normal eventually. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to get back to normal. Uh, Yeah, that's a good point. Things didn't go back to back after 9 11. Yeah, I don't think things are going to be normal anymore or whatever we think is normal. But I am, I, 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 you know, like I've come to the conclusion with all of this is that, you know, as long as they're leaving the option open for testing. I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's fine. Yeah. I get it. We are in a pandemic. We do have to be fucking vigilant. We do have to fucking take extra care into this. So, you know what? I mean, if people don't want to get vaxxed, as long as as uh, as long as there's this option of testing and that's part of the whole passport and shit, I don't like it. I, I think it's a horrible encroachment on our freedoms. Yeah. But I also know that, you know, this is a very... This is a very volatile time and and I don't mind I don't mind going along with it as long as there's that co- that as long as there's no forcing anybody to do you know put the shit inside of them you know get the jet you know like as long as it doesn't come to us getting forced to do something that we don't want to do I'll I'll right. fuck, you know shove a Q tip up your nose all the way all day whatever you know, as long as that option is available, I'm, I'm just, just going to go with it. I don't like it. I think it's a horrible encroachment, but, you know, but they are forcing it in a way they can. Yeah, of course. And, and luckily, I, I work for myself, so I don't have to worry about, like, this whole, you know, over 100, uh, you know, uh, like in America right now, they have, <coughs> if any company has over 100 employees, they have to have the vaccine but there also is the caveat that you have a uh, that that you can get tested and so like as long as that still exists you know this this caveat that that that's not for and i know what you mean yeah, and what is normal anyways? And, and in moving yeah. judgment, I did see that, that smartphone. Yeah, what about people who lost their smartphone or who don't have smartphones? What about people who lost their vaccination cards in the beginning? Because when we were first getting vaccinated, we didn't know that we were going to have these passports that we were going to need. So people who lost their passport or lost their vaccine card, people who don't have – uh who don't have a a smartphone or don't have the means for a smartphone, people who don't qualify for the vaccine, people who have allergies or women who are pregnant, you know, or being a woman in general. Uh, uh, Just kidding, everybody. And Vaccines are safe, I guess. Um, (laughs) Go do the vaccine thing. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. By the way, everybody, don't listen to me about vaccines. Go talk to your doctor. <laughs> don't listen to anybody on the internet about the fucking vaccines. Talk to your doctor who has a medical history of your well-being. Don't listen to me. Don't listen to Kalinski. Go get fuck, fucking go talk exactly. to your doctor. Yeah. Go talk to your fucking doctor, and I I I I, I can't stress that enough. I'm not here to tell you not to do anything or to do anything. I'm here just to say. I'm just here questioning shit and I don't think that's wrong I don't I, I, and when 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 people start making it apparent that questioning things are wrong, that's when you know shit is is <laughs> not right right like yeah the fact that people are on Twitter calling people out for anything that they say that goes against any narrative or whatever I mean there's something there's something very demented about that I shared a meme this meme this morning that was like um 90s kids, and it showed Dak, Zach De La Rocha, Rocha, Rocha. Fuck, I can't. I don't know what's like. The guy from uh, Raging Against the Machine. Are you familiar with Raging Against the Machine? Um, yeah. Back in the 90s, is like fuck you. I won't do what you told me. And that was sort of this whole mindset of the 90s and even into the 2000s. But like all of a sudden, everything has changed, and now it's turned into fuck you. Do what I tell you. And it shows one. It shows one panel is Zach. I might as well just pull it up and show everybody. I mean, this is stupid. Go for it. Yeah, I mean... I think I
2: saw it on your Instagram story you're actually. Right, right,
1: exactly. So, (laughs) we'll... we'll, Hold on. Um, So, there's Mermaid. Hey, there's Kalinske. Oh, no. Oh, this story is no longer available. Maybe I got... uh, Maybe it got taken down. Which is very possible. Oh, here it is. So youth in the 1990s. Fuck you. I won't do what you told tell me. Youth 2020s. Fuck you. Do what they tell you. And and I really do feel that. And I know I'm I'm older, you know. I'm almost 40. So like I am of that generation of people who came up like talking shit uh, I, I I was protesting I did that shit I fucking hated George W. Bush which by the way why are we fucking touting this fucking war criminal around like he's some harmless old man like fuck that guy uh, like I don't know what happened like I thought that this was fucking I thought anti-establishment was like where we were at now it's like we're defending the establishment. It's fucking disgusting to me. I bet they don't even accept the paper passport. Yeah, I know. No need to be mean, Rain of Mystique. Mean people suck. Yeah, mean people do. Eventually, I'll need to get tested just to get into a grocery store. Yeah, and that's the part that I don't like, is that, you know, people, you know, like, what are they going to do? Tell people that they have to starve in the streets? And the interesting thing that, that this is affecting the most is... Um, is that this is affecting in our country this is affecting the the minorities uh the the most you know fucking underserved communities are being hit hard by this because the most the underserved communities are the ones who are the most distrustful and, and for good reason my god they've gotten great reason not to trust these sons of bitches um uh, and so you have this whole woke mob that will fucking hate you for not getting vaccinated. But on the other side, minorities in the, and and underserved communities are getting fucked over by these things. And they don't, and you don't hear a word about it. It's hypocrisy. I did not mean to make this a political
2: motherfucking conversation. (laughs) God damn it. It's hard not to though. Like it's true. The thing is like when you're, when you're talking about stuff, like it's just so at the forefront of everything we see and everything we talk about that it's, like you can deliberately avoid it but if you're just having a natural conversation like this shit is bound to come up no matter what you do like it's just <laughs> yeah, well, you know
1: it's, all it's okay us. <laughs> it's all around us and it's and' it's, yeah. it's, it's something you know like it's a uh, yeah we're inundated in this shit hip-hop hypocrisy yes let's do it Bonnie we're gonna start that in the park hip-hop hypocrisy in the park every Sunday baby <laughs> um well now that we know how you feel about About vaccine passports. (laughs) Uh, We do have some questions that was asked by our chat here. um, And I would love to get to it. And as soon as you said literature, the the chat kind of was like, oh, literature. We got some readers in here. So uh, your favorite books, Bon 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 wants to know, what is your favorite books? And and I like that Bonnie included the S because I know it's Mm -hmm. hard to just say book. It's like, who's your favorite artist? Kalinsky, go.
2: <laughs> exactly. Uh, I plead the fifth. Is, it, is that the right amendment? It's, no. Yes, it is. It um, is. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. Okay. <laughs> no, um, for favorite books, um, I think I, I really, I just recently reread um, The Hobbit uh, to um, Etheria who is who's my wonderful girlfriend um, but like sometimes you re- wait, like,
1: wait 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 you read it to her
2: yeah like we Aww. like she lives in germany and i live in switzerland and sometimes like in bed like i'll read Aww. to her because it helps her fall asleep that so like so so sweet. i but like rereading the hobbit myself i just kind of re-fell in love with tolkien like mm-hmm. i've always liked the lord of the rings yeah but having reread it i was kind of like i finally you know like a, like when you're a teenager, like ah, oh, Tolkien just talks about walking a lot, <laughs> which is true. He does. He talks about walking a lot, yeah. Like both in The Hobbit and in The Lord of the Rings, but um, I finally was able to appreciate it more, I guess. And I was just like, oh shit, like I really like, um. So I'd say like The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings really um, stand out to me. Um, and then also. I like a lot of, like, classic American literature, stuff like The Great Gatsby, mm. um, To Kill a Mockingbird, those really? those sorts of things.
1: That's interesting. Yeah,
2: I don't know why. Just, like, that kind of... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the symbolism is is good. Um, one book I really didn't like that kind of fits into that same time span-ish is uh, Catching the Rye. Oh, yeah. I was too old when wow. I read it, I think. like boring. Like, a lot of people who are, like... In their teens, when they read it, like, oh, uh, this, like, I was just that edgy kid, just like uh, mm. the character in the book. And I right. was like, freaking annoying. <laughs> it's like, I hated it. I read it, but I was like,
1: Ugh. I just remember it being so boring. Like, I just, the, yeah. like, like, to kill mockingbirds, like, that was, that bored me. Um, you know, just all the, like, Red Badge of Courage, like, that, like, bleh, mm. Like, these, these yeah. books are very boring for me. Like, it took a lot for me to get into reading. It was like, um, like, I had to start with, like, beats and stuff, like, uh, you know, like uh Bikowski and, uh, fuck, who's the Burroughs and, you know, the classics. Uh, right. But it took me a while because I just needed something that I could relate to, but my God, like, um, 'Cause I wasn't a big reader as a teen, but so so in your teenage years, what was your what was your shit?
2: Um I think like it like when I was a teenager it was all just fantasy. Fantasy. It was nice. Like game of like Game of Thrones, um like more like young adult fantasy though. Mm-hmm. Uh I mean Game of Thrones isn't young adult, but like <laughs> um the Kingkiller Chronicle, which is a little less known but amazingly written. Mm. Um, let me think. I mean, Harry Potter obviously—it's like <laughs> my. Mean, obviously. It's like I grew up on Harry Potter. Yeah. Uh, I have a Harry Potter tattoo. You know, <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> that's amazing. Where is it?
2: Where is it? It's, it's on my wrist. It's over here. It's the Deathly Hallows, but like stylized a little bit differently.
1: Ah, um, I, I got Velveeta cheese tattooed on my arm.
2: Nice. <laughs> Not
1: really. It's kind of a, um, it was an
2: impulse thing. And then, like, I've also always been a big fan of, like, this, I think I didn't read a lot um, as a teen of it, but I really still enjoyed poetry back Mm. then. And I enjoy it even more now that I have a deeper understanding of, like, literature analysis and stuff, having studied a bit. Um, Yeah, I think so. So, like, those sorts of things. Um, hmm. I've also re- like even inadvertently like 90% of the essays I wrote for university have been about poetry at this point <laughs>
1: <laughs> so who's your poet who's who's some of your favorite poets
2: um, I'd say Yeats. Um, hmm. I really like um, I really like also um, Robert Hayden hmm. no who's right. not very well known but he was the poet laureate um, of the United States um, for a while and I wrote a paper on him. He was kind of around during the Harlem Renaissance, but mm. he didn't become a part of it because he he was uh, African-American and he, um, he didn't want to be politicized though. Mm. That was his thing. He wanted to be a poet who happens to be Afro-American first. Rather than an Afro-American poet, right? So a lot of his contemporary um, people who were African-American poets were like, "You're not fighting enough with us," yeah, right. And then like he was still an African-American and still not like totally accepted by the white people as well. Mm. So he was like in this weird middle ground. Yeah. But by the end of his life, his poetry spoke for itself because it was so good and so more. Um, unifying i guess in a way it was more about the human experience in general as opposed to while still like um talking about african history like there's a lot of thematic of and symbolism from like um slave ships up until like african mythology and african deities and that sort of thing um which is really cool yeah um yeah so that was like i think like there's and i wrote a paper on him as well and i think that like his work is really cool, just like because it's so unique in a way.
1: Yeah, I would, I would actually. Like to, I mean, I've never heard of him, but I would love to actually read one from, read a poem from. I just found on Google. Uh, it's called Full Moon. No longer throne of goddess to whom we pray. No longer the bubble house of childhood's tumbling mother goose man. The Emphatic moon ascends, the brilliant challenger of rocket experts, the white hope of communications men. Some I love who are dead, were watchers of the moon and knew its lore. Planted seeds trimmed their hair, pierced their ears for gold hoop earrings as it waxed and waned. It shines tonight upon their graves and burned in the garden of get, Gethsemane uh, its light made holy by the dazzling tears with which it mangled, or mingled, excuse me, and spread its radiance on the exile's path of him who has the glorious one. Its light made holy by his holiness, already a mooted goal, and tomorrow perhaps an arm's base, a lived sector. The full moon dominates the dark. There you go. So that seems, I feel like you wrote that during like the moon landing or something. <laughs> you know, like, whatever. I don't know what. Uh, I, see, I'm just, I'm not great at disseminating <laughs> meaning and stuff. So, but, but you know, like what, what did you take from that?
2: Um,
1: I mean, I read that terribly as well. So <laughs> if you didn't get it, I get it. Yeah. Maya Angelou was amazing too.
2: Yeah. yeah, that is true. Maya Angelou is great. I need to read more of her stuff, mm-hmm. actually. Like I know Still I Rise. Amazing, mm-hmm. amazing work. But um I've actually been she has the series of autobiographies, right, which she wrote, um, which I've been meaning to read. Yeah um as well.
1: Um yeah. Langston I, Hughes, yeah. Langston as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You'd probably like Langston Hughes. I've I've heard I've 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 never read, but I've heard of him. Um, I did want to read what Recker wrote up here. It seems like it was a long thing. I think that he was, or they were talking uh, or referencing something back. I think a lot of what doctors are trying to say is that even though you can get vax, there's a chance that if the virus creates a mutation, it might become more resistant to the vax. And then it'll mean we might as well not even have bothered to make the first one to begin with. That's just my hot take, though. It's really up to each person. Well, thank you for adding that that extra thing at the end, Wrecker. and and that that does make sense. It, it does make sense. And then there's studies that showing that the vaccine is also contributing to some mutations as well. It's funny because there's a va- there's there's studies that back any kind of point you want to make out there and that's that's what the scariest part about this whole like misinformation and disinformation shit that's getting thrown around is that there's just so much information out there that that that's counter dicks that that pushes narratives that that makes people you know like that 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 are you know that that allow people to just buy into whatever random thoughts they want to put into it i'm not saying that that's not you know the school of thought on this i'm just saying that there is there's you know there's research that shows the direct opposite as well so it's weird there's also uh, some uh, some research that's coming out of israel right now saying that having the antibodies after after having COVID itself is showing to be more effective than the vaccine itself so you know again all these different studies pointing to all these different uh, conflicting uh, pieces of information, but yeah, Maya Angelou, yes, definitely amazing. <laughs> I love. It uh, sounds like never believe a study you did not counterfeit by yourself. <laughs> there you go, theory, of, exactly. 1984 <laughs> in real life, yeah, and that's what it's become, man. It's it's definitely become this really big shit show. Like, I, and this yeah. is what I've been saying it since the beginning of the pandemic is, like, there's just too much information out there right now. And there's just no... It's just really hard to put together any kind of, you know, or, or to have any sort of sense of what's actually happening right now. And and, and that's scary, man. That's, I find that fucking frightening that, that we can't just look to some sources and get information that we need. It's like, now it's just like... the so much information and so many people are pushing so many different agendas that what do we even go off of? Where do we even right.
2: go? So Actually, we- I, s- I saw this TikTok the other day of a Swiss dude who was kind of saying the same thing, like the the whole like along the lines of like, just don't be dicks to each other kind of thing. <laughs> yes. Based on the, like he used the, um, the vax versus anti-vax kind of, uh, discourse to mm-hmm. say like, I have friends who are both like I have friends who are vaxxed, I have friends who aren't and who won't get vaxxed, just like chill, be chill with each other, you know, yeah. like, and then his argument at the end was because at the end of the day what you believe and what you think is right is kind of a lottery, like yeah. it's just like which study you read first Yeah. and like where you were brought up and like that's what you choose to believe but you can't be sure which one is right anymore. And it's just kind of like whoever and I, I I really see his point because there's so many mixed signals in the media and all over the place. Yeah. Um like overwhelming is a good word for it, like that Ethereum mm. put in the chat. Um like and it's just so like Yeah, I mean, we barely have a choice at this point. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Right.
1: The illusion of choice is what we have. Yeah hashtag yeah. religion well it's becoming it's like all this shit has become sort of this religious you know this religious doctrine you know it's like you can't question the shit you know you gotta you gotta go on faith that that this is gonna work you know and and here's the <laughs> i even spelled it correct hashtag proud <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> get it theory Hey. a Hey, I I mad respect to all the all the all the non like uh, English as a first language people <laughs> on Twitch. Y'all murder it, yo. Like you guys speak English better than I do. I, it's great. The problem is that the average person can't type or inter- interpret or read studies correctly. Right. Right. And most people who read one of those studies are going to understand like none of it, you know? Like you look at these these studies that are written by, you know, these fucking scientists and, and they're using these big words and shit. Like, I, you know, we're, we're literally depending on people to sort of like de- decipher this information and give it to us. And right now, the way it's sort of panning out, it's all just become sort of spectacle. And whoever mm-hmm. can sort of make the most – noise and have the most shiniest things sort of wins the narrative of the day you know so it's like it's 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 just it's a dangerous time man this is a very dangerous time like we we don't we we are not um we are not free in information we are very much uh, we are very much i don't know what we are right now but i I don't know if this is freedom or not i think it is Mm. still i don't know I don't know. It, it's weird. I'm fucking confused and just talking. <laughs> Maya Angelou. Maya Angelou is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so you're studying literature in, in 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 university, and you've gotten sort of into this whole like homeschool and and work from school. So, so are you are you thinking you're probably not gonna go back? To in-person learning, or are you gonna? I'm
2: probably gonna have to. Oh, um, okay. Because I just actually got an email today from my um, from my study advisor, Mm. and she basically said that the teachers are saying now um, we're going to stop the flexibility teaching. So it's either you're on site or you're out, kind of, or you like postpone or something. Right. Um, Which is fair, you know. Mm. Um, But like, I even before this school year started at the beginning of summer, I asked like the people in charge of the program. I was like, hey, um, either way, I'm not going to make it back probably until the end of the first semester mm-hmm. at the latest, which is like February. So I'm kind of just going to fight a little bit that I can stay <laughs> online until winter, yeah. the end of like, um, and then I'll head back yeah. if that's what happens. But then again, I'm just like, okay, if they're becoming so relaxed over there now right with the with the getting rid of the one point five meter rule and the the no mask. The whole no masks and yeah. stuff, I'm like, well, it's kind of asking for a new wave somehow yeah. um well and apparently it, like also one of my classmates texted me today um and uh he said he he's also still at home because he he's he studies he lives in the Philippines I think, um, and he hasn't gone back yet either. But he said one of our classmates who's over there, kind of said, uh, yeah. By the way, one of our classmates had COVID and um, like they didn't put anyone who was exposed to them into like quarantine. Even it was just like <laughs> get a test real quick and like go back to class, oh, which is kind of like. It's becoming a little too lax already mm. for, for my personal taste, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. But like at the same time, like also like, um, I live five minutes from a music venue mm. um, that I also, also like part-time work at sometimes. Um, and last week there was a party that sold out with like over 500 people <laughs> again, you know? There, uh, <laughs> and I was, I was working a concert in the bottom room, which is smaller, and like 30 people were there, which is super cool. But then you you leave the venue and there's like this throng of people like outside smoking, right? And it's like, this feels so surreal, you know? Like, and yes, they had a test site there. Mm. Everyone was vaxxed or um, had like their certificates and stuff, which Mm. is like, yeah, it's weird um, though. Just like being in such a big group of people again, you know? Absolutely. So, like, on the other hand, like, I'm like, yeah, okay, I don't mind it. And, like, I have been in that environment, too. But at the same time, like, if there's that many people around, like, I'm still more comfortable wearing a mask. Kind of just, like, psychologically also because, like, um, I've had issues in the past with, like, amplified hypochondria, which turned into like health anxiety that like gave me anxiety attacks and stuff. So like that whole thing kind of, you know, like being in a pandemic with like that kind of thing. Yeah. Like can, you know, I've been fine. Like I haven't had like a real anxiety attack in over four years at this point, but it's still like at the back of my mind when I feel like some sort of pain in my body that's like, this is new. I'm like, oh shit, is this like a. Is this cancer? Is this it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, I get it, man. You know, or yeah. So it's like that whole thing.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um, What do you know how that happened? Like, what do you, what, how did that happen? Were you, I mean, especially at such a young age? I mean.
2: I think, I think it's just like. I think the the whole thing was, um, it was my last year of high school mm. and I, I went to high school at a boarding school in the Czech Republic. Oh, um, wow. It was an international boarding school in English, right? Mm. And my parents had worked at the school when I was a kid. Okay, And then I was like up until the end of second grade. And then for third through seventh grade, I was in Switzerland. And then I went back to the Czech Republic. Um, and it was sort of like, I think that last year it kind of dawned on me that like I'd be leaving the place that I had called home for most of my life for good. You know, like, I mean, I could always go back and visit, um, but it was kind of like, uh, I actually have to face the real world now. Hmm. So I think that's where it started, like the anxiety. And then it just kind of became a health thing because I didn't know what it was. I had like, you know, like that weird chest tightness, which is like, what happens when you feel anxious, kind of like you you start breathing heavily, right? And I was like, is this a heart attack? Am I dying? Like, you know, I think that combined with just like, you know, uh, a weird, like fear of dying without leaving a mark on a world. I think Mm -hmm. that used to be really important to me somehow. Like, it was just like, I don't want to, you know, not have achieved something with my life. And I think that in combination with that and then not knowing what it actually was until six months in, um, which is a super weird story. I went to different doctors during yeah. that time and I was like, hey, I have like this chest tightness. I have these weird shooting pains in my head that feel like I'm having a stroke or something. I don't know, yeah. I get really scared. And the doctors were just like, uh, "Like, there's nothing neuro- neurologically wrong with you. Like um, your your heart sounds fine. Like they did all these physical tests and stuff and they were like, yeah. you're fine. Like. Nobody was able to tell me, hey, it's anxiety. And I stumbled over a Reddit thread, oh my God. right? It was a Reddit thread with a link to anxiety symptoms on WebMD or something, right? And I go, to, I go on that list and I, this is like generalized anxiety. I go through the list and I'm like, that's a symptom. Oh, that looks familiar. Yeah, I've had that one before. Thank God I'd never had that. Oh, this one. Yep, yep, check, check. And I was like... Okay, cool. So the next week I go back to my doctor and I'm like, "Hey, dude, I've got anxiety." And he's like, "Oh yeah." Yeah, okay, cool. Here, let me let me give you some antidepressants." And I'm just like, "What?" <laughs> and then and then, right? He he gives me those meds. I think it was Zoloft. Oh. Um I don't remember. Ex- I think it was Zoloft. Uh, it was like a weak dosage. Yeah. And I start taking them. He's like, "There might be some side effects. Just take them like twice a day." And then for the week that I had been taking those pills, I physically wasn't capable of eating. I would go to every meal, I would take two bites. And then by the third bite, I was like, if I take another bite, I'm gonna puke. And I was like, I'd rather enjoy my meals and eat and have panic attacks than like-
1: (laughs) Then never eat again.
2: You know, right? (laughs) just deal with the parents I'll learn (laughs) to breathe motherfucker fuck these yeah exactly (laughs) yeah right you know um, Uh, and then and this was this was while I was still at the boarding school and like that was in the Czech Republic and like right the doctor in the village that the school was at was kind of old, so <laughs> I guess he didn't really know much about mental health and like what the right thing was. Um, <clears throat> that's that so fucking then, socialized
1: medicine, right? It, yeah. th-
2: th- those goddamn
1: commies with their socialized. Okay, I'm just joking, right. to everybody. No, I'm, I wish America it was, had socialized this.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right. Anyways, uh, but then I came back to Switzerland, like after I had graduated, I went to my my doctor here, and. Um, She then said, like, just go to therapy. Like she she gave me a prescription (laughs) for like therapy. And I went to, um, I think I had 10 sessions written up for me with a a therapist, like a psychologist. Um, After those 10 sessions, I went to co-facilitate a summer camp. The night of our like first planning session, I had one more big panic attack. And then I was good. I haven't had one since. Like I've had like miter bouts of it coming up, and like I realized, and I'm just like, oh, uh, let me do some yoga real quick, or let me let me do yeah. some like at least stretching or let me let me jog for ten minutes, and I'll be fine right, because I know what I'm dealing with now, and I know how to like combat it, so it's like I mean obviously like also mental health is very individual, and like yeah. not everyone has it as easy as me, like right. you can't not everyone is. Like I was lucky that it was so yeah. easy for me. to Not fix everyone
1: that. is mentally powerful like you, Kalinsky. <laughs> they don't have the mental I mean, with I... <laughs> with for all with with with. Well, okay, never mind. I'm, that was a dumb joke. Yeah, I, I get what you say. No, everybody's yeah. different, and everyone's sort of on the spectrum of, of what they need. You know, as in help from mental health. By the right. way, Bonnie yeah. wanted to make sure that we pointed out the googly eyes on the on the, the mic yeah. on the mic. Just because she she didn't want to forget. She wanted to throw that out there. I love the googly eyes as well. I actually uh, need
2: to put one on the other side, but you can't see it on stream yeah so, so like, like, I, what? it's it's a one sided thing but i also i also have one on um i have an ableton push next to me, and I actually put googly eyes on the leftmost and the rightmost knob as well so like i don't know it's kind of a it's a pirate <laughs>
1: No, that, that, um, I, I think yeah. it's
2: wonderful that you were
1: able to sort of figure out a way through your anxiety without, you know, medications. Of I, I I, tried for so long to try to do that, and I failed miserably. And, and luckily, fucking this, the first pill I took, and, and Cart- Cartagena, he's saying that, you know, Zoloft was horrible. And, I'm, I right. mean, I got really lucky that the the first medication that was given to me was, like, worked really fucking awesome. Like, it's nice. like a whole new world for me. Like, it, it, it really is. And, you know, like, I give, I, I used to hate the idea of taking pills and, and, like, which I still do. I still hate the idea that I have medication that I have to fill every month. And it's fucking, it annoys me. But it, but it, my God, like it, it changed everything for me, and it's just, it's just, mm. you know, again, everybody has different needs when it comes to mental health, right? And and the fact that you were able to like discover that, like, oh, I just need to fucking jog, yo, like I just, yeah, and I think, and I honestly think that that's what most people honestly need. I I don't think most people are like suffering from debilitating anxiety. I think they have a little bit, and no one's talked to them about it, and no one's making any kind of like you know like they're just sitting there suffering and really they just need to get the fuck off the couch and fucking do some jumping jacks or something you know or like stop <laughs> yeah. eating fucking a uh, 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 fucking i don't know fucking candy right before bed you know like sugar mm. amplifies anxiety like what you eat amplifies can amplify anxiety you know being stagnant it's just there's different things that you can sort of do to avoid medicating and, 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 and yoga, you know, that's like physical yeah. meditation. Like that shit's amazing. Yeah. It, like it, you got anxiety when you're done with a, like a good yoga session, you are not thinking about fucking any horrible thing in the, in the future or any horrible thing you did in the past. You're just sort of like living right. in this moment of calm. And it's just like, that was amazing. And I just need that all the time. If, if you could pill that, if you could put that in a pill, if you could put the end of a yoga session in a pill and take it, people would be fucking... <laughs> the, the the world would, would cease to fucking have war or famine, you know, fucking acceptance across all genders would happen. It would just be an amazing transition for the entire world to go through. But again, uh, you know, that. but... but uh, I, I honestly believe that. I honestly believe that most yeah. people could avoid being medicated if they just got more physical. And and like, and, and I totally can, I can totally tell a difference if I don't work out for a week or if I don't work out for a couple of days, even it's like, I, I get moody. I get, you know, stressed out easier. It's like, I, I just have to <laughs> get physical, physical. <laughs> I want to get physical. Okay. Uh, so are do you are you someone that does exercise regularly then or or do you? Uh,
2: I used to be <laughs> <laughs> lockdown like, lockdown kind of put a damper on it like that's crazy. yeah um, I, I get it man so like i I used to like um when I was in the Netherlands, like I went to the gym three times a week. I would like lift weights mm-hmm. um, and stuff i I've always been more of a individual. Sport kind of guy yeah. like I when I was a kid I used to do martial arts I enjoyed oh, that a lot um, yeah. I never really got back into it. Um, team sports were never really my thing because I like I was always kind of a chubby kid so mm. like I was always like never fast enough for football right, or right. soccer or yeah. um, like those sorts of things. Um, and that was always too short for basketball. So like all those sports like kind of I drew the short stick on that. But I always <laughs> enjoyed like d- moving by myself. So like doing stuff like, um, I don't know, cardio workouts or, or weightlifting and stuff like yoga. It's always kind of cool, but like ever since the lockdown, it was just kind of like, I tried going to a gym for a bit. Um, but I couldn't maintain it. Uh, and then like for a while, I was really consistent doing mo- yoga every morning and, uh, evening. Um, this, these past three, four, five, months have been worse like i get i do yoga sometimes still but it's not consistent and yeah. i need to get back to it because i've gained like seven kilos <laughs> since the beginning of 2021
1: oh uh, it's hard like, What's man. that
2: like 12, 12 pounds something like that 13 pounds something like that yeah. um which isn't like it's not terrible no. but it's noticeable to me. Yes. And like having been that chubby kid in primary school, like oh I, I did get jokes, you know? So like my weight has always been my biggest physical insecurity. So Same it's just here, like... bro. Same <laughs> here. Dude. I was 325 in high
1: school, man. Like I was just yeah. oh, a big fat asshole and like my whole life. And so like, it's always my fatness and, and like I gained fucking, I did the COVID-20 uh, 20 pounds. I don't know how many kilos that is, but anyways, it's fucking enough. It, like it fucking. I grew two waist sizes. Okay, two. I, I like like halfway through the the pandemic, I went out and got like new jeans, and then a month later, I grew out of those jeans, and so now <laughs> I had to buy another set of jeans, and it's very upsetting. It's very disconcerting. I can't stand it. it. It's it's a very it's very um. Yeah. Like, I, I know you're paying so much, man. It's just like any kind of, any kind right. of like weight gain is just like, it's just a mind melt. And it's, it's like, like, I will put myself through such hell. At, like, I'll just put, my, I, I'll treat myself so terribly and talk about myself so terribly internally. Um, because I, you know, I gained a couple pounds, and like, I'm, I'm almost, I'm almost forty. Like, gaining this much weight in one year is not healthy. Like, uh, you, uh, you, know, we're trying to fight COVID. Uh, you right. know, like, we're trying for real. Like, it fucking, who's COVID killing? It's old people and fat asses, dude. And no, sorry, everybody who died or had relatives. You know, I, I had some people die in my life too, but if they were old. They had comorbidities, or they were fat as fuck. Look, I'm not trying to fat shame anybody, but like health is a huge. If you're so concerned about people spreading this disease, then go out and fucking exercise, you know. Like if fucking, right, you know, like if yeah. people are so concerned about you know being healthy, is like stopping fucking McDonald's and Burger King or whatever you guys yeah. fast food stuff you guys got over there. I don't know what you got. I'm sure you have McDonald's.
2: We 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 have McDonald's. Uh... <laughs> and burger king and kfc are the ones that are like big over here i think five guys as well we've got like those are the four big like five guys
1: made it over
2: not in switzerland but Uh like in germany and in the netherlands Um, i'm over like i've been over there a lot i like
1: five guys guys. that shit's good (laughs)
2: But yeah, for me, the for me, like I've also been eating like shit, which is weird yeah, to say too, because I've also too. been, um, I've been vegan for the past five years now. Um, <laughs> Are you a vegan that eats like, like Ruffles I potato eat... chips and stuff? <laughs> the thing, yeah, no, like the thing is, the thing is there's so many good alternatives now. Yeah. Like we've got 20 different kinds of vegan burger patties, you know, we've got 500 different brands of vegan, ch- like not 500, but like a lot of different bands of vegan chicken nuggets and like. There's all, like vegan pizzas now with like actual like melty yeah. vegan cheese on it and Dude, stuff. And
1: I'm like, just like, I just want to
2: try it all, yeah, you know? Man. But there's so much. Like, I don't have time for salad anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <It's> just like... <laughs> yeah. Who has time for salad yeah. when you have so yeah, many it's... vegan options? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So it's like, um, yeah, last time, last time Etheria and I um, were hanging out. We found this freaking bottled like melted cheese sauce that's vegan. And it just tastes like the, you know, like the the melted cheese that you have over nachos. It's like melted cheddar, but it's just like in a bottle and it's vegan. And you can just like squeeze it and it comes <laughs> out and it's like soft and like
1: and it's delicious. So good. But it's
2: it's just like 50% oil or something though. It's so bad
1: taco bell, <laughs> taco bell made it to new zealand and it's so good here i bet <laughs> nice. and here's the other thing about uh, overseas too is that you guys don't you guys have more restrictions on what you can and can't right. put into the food so i'm guessing that your guys's mcdonald's and kfc and taco bell is probably leagues better than what we got since you, they can't put the garbage in that they put in here right
2: what? What? I've had this conversation with Americans before who are like bashing McDonald's and I'm like, McDonald's is fine. And they're, like <laughs> <laughs> like, McDonald's is like one of them had come to Switzerland and been like, I tried McDonald's over here and you're right. McDonald's in Switzerland is great in the, <laughs> in the U S like, but even in the U S it depends on the state, right? Like yeah. I've heard, like, Absolutely. um, it
1: depends on like, it actually depends on, uh, on store to store really, because fair. Uh, it's you, a franchise. It's a yeah. franchise, and and like if you have a, a store, or if you have a restaurant that's full of angry, very upset, underpaid employees, it's going to reflect in the food. But I've been to like I've been to a White Castle, which you know I don't expect you to know what that is, but it's a fast food chain here. I mean, I've watched Harold and Kumar. Okay, there you, there you go. There you go. There you go, Harold Kumar. <laughs> the, thank you, Harold Kumar, for putting White Castle <laughs> on the map worldwide. Uh, but but you know like. You go to a, a, a white castle in fucking inner city Detroit and it's fucking garbage. Love you, Detroit. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, but 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 then you go to a, a, a white castle in the middle of Ohio and fucking it's the best goddamn thing I've ever had. It's like what is this? It's like the the buns were like crispy and they had like this little crunch and it was yummy and, and and like everything was really really good and, and the, the manager came from behind the 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 the, the, the registers and, and, and was like how is your meal everybody can I oh let me get you guys some keychains and some koozies and blah 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 and like like holy shit like this is this is this is crazy like you like it's the same fucking restaurant but just totally different and but I mean honestly there's nothing that's gonna make it, be- nothing that's gonna make our food over here better than probably taking out the garbage that we put in it. It's like, and and that's the whole thing. It's like our food is poison <sighs> here. Like, right. At least you guys have food that's not deemed poison. I'm sure if you eat enough of anything, you're gonna die. And uh, I hear that uh, the Swiss like their chocolate, right? Is that right? Is the Swiss like yeah, chocolate? that's
2: true. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But but you know, anyways, whatever. Uh, fucking fucking mcdonald's damn it is the shit yeah <laughs> mcdonald's in new zealand is the shit do they call it Macass ass wrecker in uh in new zealand or do they or is it regular mcdonald's i don't know why those australians call it Macass. weirdos i fucking love <laughs> australians <laughs> they're so cool uh, they're just, so, just a wild bunch of people um it just it just resonates so hard with me um so, yeah, so, so you, you want to get back into your health then. You're, you're, you're looking. Yeah, definitely. The, yeah. the fucking gyms around here have been open since February, and, like, they haven't required masks or anything. They don't give a hmm. fuck here. I'm in Ohio. I'm in the middle of America, and, like, no one gives a fuck. No one gives a fuck to the point where where people look at you sideways for having a mask on. Like, why don't they, they look at you suspiciously, like, why the fuck does this guy have who the fuck is this guy with a mask on? I was just in North Dakota, and, and it's even worse there like people like like they like literally came up to me and just said weird things like they they just said weird things to me and my buddy we were traveling together um he had a ma- we both had a mask on and and i mean they just said weird shit to us it didn't have anything to do with the mask but you could just tell it was just like if i would have walked in with like my like with, with with a black guy or something we probably would have got the same stairs. i got that kind of vibe you know what i mean it's okay, so like, fair, like yeah. so they right. like it doesn't matter if it's a mask uh black dude you know, a gay dude, if I would have walked in with anything other than another white person without a mask, it would have been one of those situations. Uh, or it was one of those situations. It was just an odd situation. It was just an odd experience. In South and North Dakota, like, they're, they're kind of weird anyways, whatever. Anything that makes, makes you, you other. other. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And, and that's what it's all become now. It's like everyone is an other now. Now you're a yeah. white supremacist. You deserve to die. You're an anti-vaxxer. He, he he died from COVID? Yes! He was an anti-vaxxer who died from COVID. Fuck you, human being that just died. Piece of shit. Glad he's dead. We've sort of adopted this attitude that it's okay that other people are, you know, they're others. And we've classified people into this, these, these, you know, you're this, you're that. Like you're saying, it's this or that. and And- it's fucking nonsense. It's, it's like we all want to put this idea of other out there, but it, right. we're all one. We're all, we're, exactly. we're all people. We're like, all human. We're, we're all <laughs> yeah. We're all one. I don't get this other thing. I, I don't. It's just. Maybe they just need to take fucking more acid. I don't know. <laughs> um, it's, it's just a weird time to be alive these days. Um, But, yeah, fuck, dude. Health is, I mean, I think that's the biggest thing that we should have been. Hey, Mighty Mighty, thank you so much for giving Racker a a sub. I appreciate you. Let me get this in. Hold on. Hey. There you go. Mighty Mighty. Thank you so much for that sub. And uh, thank you for being here. Much love to you. Uh, More acid. More acid. (laughs) No more acid. Actually I don't need to take any more acid. I said. I, fucking, I was at uh Dave Ma- Are you familiar with Dave Matthews
2: band? I keep like I I know so many people who love uh the band like mm-hmm. and Dave Matthews and I'm just like I really need to listen to uh, to Dave Matthews band cuz I've never like I know of them but I've never really listened to them. Like mm-hmm. I've never taken the time and I don't know why and I yeah. really should because I've heard so many good things, I it's guess. Been great, I don't
1: I love them. They're a great yeah. band, but I, I got to see them uh, not this last weekend, but the weekend before in Washington. And I went out with my buddy. Mighty Mighty, you better stop that. You better stop with those gifted subs. Thank you so much, Mighty Mighty Papa. You sub Papa sweet. Big Papa. Uh thank you, Mighty Mighty. You're 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 a blessing. I love you. Um, the so I got to go and hang out. It, it it was this pretty popular venue out in Washington called the Gorge. And it was kind of a weird thing because it was a camping event. I mean, it was a festival. So there was like 20,000 people running around. And so I was the same way, man. It made me a little uncomfortable. I was wearing my mask when everybody was sort of herded around, you know. It was weird, man. It, it, it is really weird to, to be out there right now and uh, especially in these big crowds that – I, I do feel it. I do feel the the tension and, and people were like, it was just a weird vibe, man. It's such a weird vibe out there right now. Um, so we we have a question from the chat like an hour ago. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, how expensive are the places you live? Are, are, do you live in a very expensive place? This is from Katahena. Like,
2: Swi- like, Switzerland is marginally, like, one of the most expensive places, but, oh. um, or, like, just, like, the cost of living yeah. when compared to other places is high, but also, like, average wage is high. So, like, oh, okay. if you're in, chances are, if you live in Switzerland, you're living pretty comfortably, um, and you're paying a lot for it, but you're not earning too little to be comfortable. I um, see. Right? Like...
1: And it's beautiful. There. So,
2: yeah, like so. So actually, this this reminds me. It kind of goes back to the McDonald's thing, but on a different angle, right? Mm-hmm. Like in high school, um, there was this girl who I was getting to know, you know, as you do in high school, right? Like, um, and she was from the states because international boarding school, right? Um, and your... I like in high school, I was very uh, chill, you know. Like, yes, I had anxiety, but also like I didn't do any fucking work because <laughs> I was able to pass with C's like with, it's seized to get degrees
1: anything. son yeah
2: exactly so, uh oh you saw girls so like, before etheria never oof, oof. exposed <laughs> no i mean like she like we we never really became official anyways mm. um like it was just kind of like oh we kind of might like each other but then um basically i was too relaxed and she was like this go getter and like super ambitious and like it just like very so i i kind of said like um I was like so done with like high school to the point where I was like thinking of you know not finishing high school kind of just um and I was like I can go get a job in Switzerland and then like take an apprenticeship afterwards or something because in Switzerland like apprenticeships are the really big thing hmm. um so you do like a 3 year Apprenticeship where you already start getting paid yeah. while you're learning the job and then like you're fully trained by the time you're 18 to do work. Mm. Um, and the thing is like um, in a lot of places it's manual labor but in Switzerland like sales also have apprenticeships being a cook wow. um, like in like good restaurants as well. You know like uh-huh. like so there's a lot of like legitimate um, like jobs that um, kind of so a lot of people decide to do that instead of going on to like pursue higher education right. because you can do it after having already worked. So like that whole getting work experience by the time you're 16 is easier here, I guess. Yeah. Um, than in other places. But basically I was like, I can work at McDonald's, right? Yeah. And this center into kind of a, like, it's a dead end job. How can you even like consider that? And I was like, in Switzerland, you make 19 francs an hour working at McDonald's, which is... If you work one hundred percent there, that's four thousand francs a month, approximately. Like if you work, um, and it's it's a lot of money. Like it, uh, it's like eighteen francs is twenty one to twenty two dollars, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, something like that. Now so it's- like that's like.
1: Like one franc now is currently on Google that says it's one dollar and seven cents, so it's it's gaining on us,
2: yeah, right, so yeah, so like nice, so basically, like, as opposed to like a McDonald's job in the states, that might play like eight to nine bucks an hour exactly right, yeah. which is so Crazy. in switz and also in Switzerland, even working at McDonald's as like a normal worker getting promoted if you put in the time and the work is mm. easy. Like one of my friends became the like franchise manager of the <laughs> McDonald's that he worked at, right. Just nice. by like not quitting after three months because he,
1: <laughs> like, you yeah. know, is that, is there and a- when you have
2: that under your belt, like you're good to go. You don't right. need to go back to freaking school. Cause you can work as a restaurant manager somewhere else. That's a little bit nicer maybe that's later, crazy. right? Like that's kind of, so like that whole dead end job thing was just like, where is this coming from? But at that point, I didn't have like the understanding of what McDonald's meant to Americans, as opposed to me as a Swiss person who was just like, it's a good job if you're not qualified to do anything better yet, right? Right. And it'll still get you ahead though. And it's yeah. work experience and like, yeah, I don't know. So like that, that was kind of weird. Um, well, yeah. But it also goes to show like Switzerland doesn't have a law that has a set minimum wage. But chances are, if you're working hourly, you're not getting paid less than 20 francs an hour or like oh. maybe 18 francs an hour. Like that's like, and people who earn less don't have hourly wage and they just have like a monthly income of three to 4,000 francs. But like I I had to do, um, in Switzerland, you have military service Mm -hmm. that's mandatory. Like, you still have conscription here. Wow, Um, that's crazy. But you have, like, if you're a male, if you're an 18-year-old male, you have to go be a soldier for, like, a year. Um, Which is weird, because Switzerland never gets involved anywhere. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Aren't you guys neutral? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, it makes (laughs) no fucking sense. But um, basically, you also have the option to do civil service. Mm. Uh, So you can say, like, hey, I... For whatever... um, for whatever reason, I I don't want to dress in camo because it's ugly. I don't know, whatever. (laughs) Uh, Or no, like you need, you need good reasons. Like you need to be able to say like, Hey, I adhere to a strict pacifist view. I refuse to be associated with the army. I want to do civil service. Like, um, so that's what I did. Um, I, so I chose to do that and I worked in hospitals. Um, to get work, like work experience and stuff, um, realized that I would never want to like actually become a nurse cause I was mostly like in nursing stations and stuff. I was just like, can't do it. <laughs> like it's, it's tough too, too much, too heavy.
1: It's heavy. Um,
2: it but like it was just doing that, like the civil service, um, during my time I made 2,300 francs a month. Jesus. Which is like, yeah, exactly. So, like, <laughs> but that wouldn't have been enough for me to live off of on my own. Like, I was yeah. living at home. I would have had to find like a really shoddy one-room apartment. Right. Um, right. And, and the beds, I, I could have it made it like completely on my own with that money. But yeah. normally, 3,000 is enough to mm-hmm. live in Switzerland. 2,000 is cutting it close to, um, yeah i to, don't know that to extreme poverty i mean I'm, or maybe i just don't live frugally enough maybe if i live <laughs> like maybe if i was like do you eat out all the time more.
1: i mean do do you eat out all the time no do you
2: take ubers no. everywhere like we don't have an uber here actually I I, um i feel like that which is really weird like in some of the cities we have them uh-huh um like in the bigger cities like zurich yeah. and basel i think there are ubers but like where i live um small town and Mm. uh i think ubers are actually technically not allowed here uh (laughs) because um the taxis would go out of business yes yeah so like that's um
1: that that was the big thing here yeah um until the pandemic came of course and then it was just like we need ubers (laughs) and i think i think here uber was getting wasn't uber getting subsidized or something weren't they using uber i can't remember anymore. Whatever, too much information. Uh, yeah. It, it, <laughs> anyway, that. well, uh, I, I love that. I love that. And it's, um, you know, like I, I I wish we could do that and encompass that here in America. It's just such a, you know, like Switzerland and, and it, you know, a lot of times you hear people sort of be like, well, if Switzerland can do it or if the Netherlands can do it, why can't we do it here in America? and and i get that argument and and, and yeah maybe I'm, I'm i'm guessing it probably is possible on some level but what we have here in america that you know so you, and you said that was a pretty international uh place but i'm guessing most of the people that live in switzerland look like you it's more of a it, it's a it's a transient international community or or, or
2: am i wrong i'm just asking <clears throat> i'd i like Yes, Mm. there are a lot of, um, like all the more, um, recent migrants are, or to the most, for the most part, most recent migrants into Switzerland are asylum seekers, Mm, um, from places like Eritrea, um, Somalia and Afghanistan. Oh, wow. Um, Afghanistan, not so much now, I Mm. think, but, um, in like the over the past couple of years still yeah. um and then like there's various other places there's quite a big i'd say like tibetan and actually yeah tibetan minority um they make really good food we have this <laughs> tibetan place really close by and like we get momos just like these tibetan dumplings mm. super super good all the time mm. but um I love that. So there there is that but there is also like this fundamental kind of I guess othering of other migrants like yeah. who are third and fourth generation like people who came here from the Balkans like it's um yeah. and from Italy so it's like Italians, yeah. Croatians, Bosnians and Serbians and um Albanians right like that uh. kind of area um ex Yugoslavia um and it's this really weird dichotomy where they like the people my age and younger, right? They're they're born in Switzerland, they're raised in Switzerland, but they're not Swiss, right? Mm. Like they're they they're so proud of their heritage right. that they don't want to be considered Swiss a lot of the time, right. or at least like that was the, a lot of the people my age, um, and that in itself created a rift, right? So it's like. Yeah oh, we live here, we we go here, but um, we don't want to be from here. Right. So they kind of split themselves off, whereas, like, a lot of the Swiss people were kind of like, um, you guys are, like, and quite, like, it's, it's, like, without wanting to sound prejudiced, like, they're usually the people who do the stupid shit. <laughs> like, that, like, and there are Swiss people who gravitate towards that. And mm. there are some of them like uh, like um, minority groups who like gravitate towards being more Swiss or uh-huh. whatever that means. You know what, like national, like I freaking don't like nationalism and like that sort of national identity thing anyways. yeah, It's like, it's just like a world, like just <laughs> embrace just culture and, you know. Yeah. I feel <laughs> it. Right? I feel you. Um, But it's, it's just kind of like these rifts exist and then like Switzerland is still very... Um, conservative in a lot of ways mm-hmm. i'd say just in terms of like yes we're we're very neutral and we're very um like friendly on the surface but then like there's this underlying kind of like oh we're always going to be polite but like behind your back or behind your like in my head i'm thinking like ugh this guy you yeah. know <laughs> like whatever that right yeah, yeah. Um, so and you- it's kind of it's kind of weird how that works And it's kind of hard. Like, it's the same thing with, like, as a European, it's really hard to understand um, the segregation between African Americans and white Americans if you haven't seen it yourself. Like, and I've been to the States a couple times and I've felt it. Like, Mm -hmm. I've just like that thing, which is why sometimes you'll catch Europeans, right? Like, on social media, like white Europeans who've never been to the States or whatever, dropping N bombs. (laughs) right yeah. and it's just like they have no association with why it's so bad and why it's such a big deal because that doesn't exist here in the same way right yeah. it doesn't like it doesn't make sense to us um and it's the same with like explaining that like weird rift even though like we're all fairly similar in look and stuff like the way we think and the way we act is very different and the way we're like proud of our heritage is different and um, I think, like, one of the weird things is, like, the the sort of um, minority groups. We have a dialect in Swiss- Switzerland called Swiss-German, right? Like, it's okay. it's a – a... and the people who are foreigners here or who have grown up here but who come from foreign families, technically, mm-hmm. they have a different accent even if they come from the same town, wow. which is really weird. We yeah. speak the same language, but we pronounce words differently, like – just because of where we're from, which is really weird. Like right, it's, yeah. I I think it would be a really interesting sociological study, to be honest. Uh, like now that I think about it, yeah. um, so that in itself, like when somebody, when you talk to someone and they talk that way, you're automatically like, Oh, it's one of these. Oh, you're it's one of these. Right. Like, and then <laughs> like, if I don't talk back with that accent, they're like, Oh, this is like one of those stuck up ah, yeah. Swiss people. Right. 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 <laughs> like, yeah. uh, whatever, you know.
1: Well, the, you know, like the, this whole thing about assimilation with 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 immigrants and stuff, it, I, I there are some things that I, I think because like in America, you know, we're we do have issues with that. But for the most part, when people do come here, people want to be here and they're coming here right. to be American and to like my mother is from Mexico. She came up here and was like, I'm not teaching them me- Spanish. Mexican. God, I'm such a douche. I'm not teaching them Spanish. We're in America. It's like, we don't need Spanish. Cut to I'm 23 living 15 minutes from the fucking, from TJ, you know, fucking Tijuana, Mexico. Yeah. And everyone around me is Mexican. And, and like, I, I need to be talking Spanish, but I don't know a goddamn word. You know, like, so, so you know, the, we, assimilation kind of is, is built in here. But like when you see these right. other countries like France, and you're having people come over from these different cultures who are refusing to assimilate and bringing those cultural norms with them, um, you know, it is causing problems. And and like in France, there, there's like neighborhoods where women aren't allowed to walk because uh, because the men will just come and grab them or rape them. Um, and, and it's mostly refugees from, you know, from from these from Syria or from the Middle East and stuff. And, uh, you know, I'm not shitting on anybody here. I'm just, this is what's happening, folks. Uh, you know, so there the, it, it's kind of strange as an American to see that where it's like, I couldn't imagine people coming here and not assimilating like we, it just wouldn't be tolerated, you know, like there's, it's right. just not tolerated for that. Although we do tolerate other stupid shit in this country, like counties where black people aren't allowed to be in, which, which is just their own little self-governing thing. You know, like there's some right. no-go counties in this country that, you know, that it's just this unspoken thing. So those kinds mm-hmm. of things are allowed. But, but, on the most part, you know, we expect assimilation. And when it doesn't happen, you know, we get all, all bent out of shape about it. God damn it, we don't like right. it. Uh, so, like, so so when you do see... Do, did you guys have any problems like that where you're having, you know, people bring culture in that maybe doesn't mesh with yours?
2: I don't think so, just because of the fact that... Um if you come here and you try to integrate at least a little bit, you're going to be so well off that you're okay. Like for, okay. (laughs) For like for asylum seekers, it's different. My Mm -hmm. dad is a social worker, Mm -hmm. um, by trade and he worked for the state for quite a while as, um, an asylum seeker supervisor. Yeah. And like he, um, he told us stories like these, the asylum seekers get like seven francs, a day mm. which is enough to buy one sandwich right yeah right like so yeah. that's like one meal a day basically here you go asylum of, seeker um, right <laughs> stay which is, full which is like it's like yeah okay we're giving them something but it's not enough and then right. like at the same time that's all they get and there's not enough i'd say done on the part of switzerland in terms of like integration
1: Yeah. Uh.
2: and of course there is the argument like if, if it's an asylum seeker um it's not sure if they're safe in the country they don't they, they don't have refugee status right, yet so mm-hmm. like we might just like send them back to wherever they came from kind of thing right um and then once they get asylum seeker status technically there should be more integration going on but there isn't yeah really um which is super weird mm-hmm. um and i think that's where one of the problems is like they're like, I think some people do expect assimilation, but it's just like, okay, but how do you expect people to assimilate if we're not doing anything to help them? Right. Yeah. And I think that's, this is something that I've experienced myself actually, um, having been in a boarding school for most of my teenage life, hmm. um, coming back to Switzerland, it's really hard to make friends here, actually. Wow. Like... Um, I've seen like various TikToks actually about this where people were like, hey, I'm in Switzerland. I've lived here for two years. I have no friends because Swiss <laughs> people are so comfortable in their little circles of friends and bubbles. Uh-huh. And as soon as like somebody comes in, it's just like, really weird, different, you kind of just have to, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but even if you're like, like if you're a traveler and you go to a bar, then people will think you're interesting. Uh, but if you want to stick around <laughs> like for one night, it's cool. But if you want to stick around, you're going to have to stick through a lot of awkwardness until people actually warm up to you for real. That's interesting. Um, which was what I was really lucky that, um, I met a friend of mine from primary school when I came back, uh. um, and he was just like, hey, we're going to this and this place tomorrow with some friends. You want to come along? And I was just lucky that he's so social, right? right. And he kind of just like took my hand and was like, hey, uh you're hanging out with my friends now. Right. You're but it took two years um, for me to be able to like comfortably myself go hang out with them at a bar without having like explicitly been asked by one of them.
1: Right. Right.
2: Like, it was like, I needed to be invited. Not like, not even because of social anxiety or anything Uh like that. It was just like, I didn't know if they wanted me there. Right. Like I was just like, uh, is like, that might be a private meeting, you know, like it might just be like two or three of them. And like, I'm not sure I'm part of the group yet. And then until I felt like I realized I was part of the group, when people started asking me, Hey, are you coming too? Instead of, Hey, we're going here. Do you want to come? You know, like that that whole, like, just like, by the way, this is happening. You're Uh going to be there. And it's just like, I wasn't asked. It's like, you don't need to be asked. Just come. I was like, okay, cool. You know, like that kind of thing. Right. Um, But I think that's a weird phenomenon in Switzerland where if if you're comfortable with the people around you, you don't make an effort to, to, meet anyone new but you also really don't want to like it's like this very like i don't need and i don't want anyone new in my life (laughs) which is really weird you know because like
1: i think i would fit in well with swiss with this (laughs) because that's kind of how i am now i mean like (laughs) only well i mean i'm almost 40 like i got i got a kid i got a wife i got responsibilities and shit you know what i mean so like new friends is hard for me to make but but i mean like I mean like this I'm just very antisocial a lot you know like it's just like I prefer that and I prefer not yeah you know talk. like I like my small group of friends I like the you know, I don't like new people coming in. I don't, you know, I, just, I don't like them. I don't want to see them. You know, like, it's just,
2: But then again, like at the same time, you're talking to strangers on the internet three times a week. Of course. Right? So that's of like. Of course. <laughs> well, it doesn't make a goddamn lick of sense. Of course. Yeah. Like I'm this antisocial, yeah, like,
1: anxiety ridden, fucking <laughs> depressive human being who needs constant adulation, who has to perform in front of people to feel like they have meaning in life. You know, like I need the acceptance of other people for my meaning to, to, to fully come to so it's a yeah i get it it's a fucking ridiculous concept but that's that's me that's who i am
2: <laughs> i mean humans are weird right like we're all we all have our weird fucking oh yeah things, oh right? yeah like, man yeah walking paradoxes it's like yeah the
1: and then and then like you're so, and then and then you're so expected to keep like you're expected to have like this way of thinking and you're supposed to be this you know be consistent with it forever like yeah, right. I, 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 you know, I, I voted Republican. So now I forever have to vote Republican or like I thought about a certain issue this way. And now I have to think about it like that forever. It's like, no, it's people change. People evolve. <laughs> Hopefully yeah. people evolve. The problem is that not enough people evolve. They just sort of find their comfort spot. And they never put right. themselves out there. And then they they just get comfortable within that. And, and, and I'm so guilty of that. And that's why I'm constantly pushing myself or else I would just be like this very sad, lonely person who like probably would just go to work every day and come home and eat their sad little like TV dinner and like sleep in their sad little like single bed. <laughs> I'm sorry if anybody lives this life and I don't want to make anybody feel bad. But this is... But this is, only, this is where I would be if I never put myself out there in a way that – and this is something I realized since a young kid is like if I don't go against this anxiety, this like crippling anxiety, if I don't work, actively work against this, I will never accomplish anything. Because all I want to do is hide in this little hole and be safe and sound and eat my foods and, and watch my, my watch my stories and, you know, and, and, and wank once in a while. You know, it's like this is this – is, that's all I would do. And, 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 right. and, and I knew that. And then like from, from a young kid, like I, I recognized that within myself and like knew that I've constantly had to fight against this shit. It's been a lifelong battle. But, I mean, that's why I'm able to have a conversation with strangers, you know, uh, on the right. internet or even out into the real world. It's practice. I had to practice to be a quote-unquote yeah. normal person who can go out, make eye contact, <laughs> and, and like, hold conversations without sweating and being shaky and weird and cagey and fucking, like, putting on weird energy and shit. It took a lifetime to do that. A fucking lifetime. But it, it's work. It was work. And, and sounds like my life without TV but with Twitch. <laughs> Shut up, Moving Dutchman. <laughs> By the way, I saw your I saw your Baby Yoda request, and we're going to get to that. Baby Yoda uh, will be here uh, shortly for, for all your uh, interview needs. Uh, let, let's get to Moving Dutchman's question here. I, I thought this was actually a pretty interesting question. Moving Dutchman asked was, and I kind of want to turn this into a game. So let's see. Let's see if anybody wants to play. Uh, how many languages do you speak? Do not answer it yet, um, babe. Uh, uh, moving Dutchman thinks. Did you just hold up the answer? Is, is that no? I, I zip my lips. Oh, okay. Okay, I, okay. Okay. I was like, I was like you better be just. Like- <laughs> I thought that's how you like put up, put three up in in Switzerland or something. This is how we say three in Switzerland. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, uh, I want to see if uh, if anybody wants to play the game. How many language languages do you guys think Kalinski knows? And and we'll we'll let the chat answer. And uh, oh, and, and here's and here's baby baby Yoda. Y- you said four. Moving Dungeons. are you changing your your answer? All right, I'll let you guys answer why we get Baby Yoda on the line here. Uh, all right, how many languages does uh, Kalinsky know? That's the question. That's the question at hand right now. And uh, let, let's get Baby Yoda A Baby Yoda, let's summon Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda, can you feel the force? I am calling you Baby Yoda. Can you feel the force, Baby Yoda? Force. Baby Yoda. Where are you, Baby Yoda? God damn it, where are you? (laughs) Baby Yoda! Hi. Hey, what's up, Baby Yoda? How you doing?
0: Good, and sorry I took so long. I needed to... I needed to fix my engines
1: your engines your, your in your space cr- in your spacecraft yeah i need to fix my engines. who your space engines needed uh, attending to uh baby yoda uh, first i got a question for you how many how many languages do you think that kolinsky can speak i don't
0: even know who kolinsky
1: is well, what are you talking about he, he's the, he's the guest today you're si- you're looking right at him
0: no, not. I can't see him.
1: Okay, Baby Yoda. How? Just take a wild guess. How many languages do you think Kolinsky can can speak? One. One. Okay. That that's Baby Yoda's guess. Now, do you have a question for our guest today, Kolinsky?
0: Yes.
1: Whenever you're ready. What? What is your favorite color? There you go. Kalinske, what is your favorite color?
2: My favorite color um, is green. Green? In various shades. Ooh, yeah.
1: Baby Yoda. Hey, hey. Oh, hey. <laughs> You're a little blurred out there. Hey. Baby Yoda, did you hear that? His favorite color is green in the various shades. What do you think about that? I'm green. I think amazing of that. There you go. (laughs) I I think that's amazing as well. Do you have another question for Kalinske? Yes. Okay. Whenever you're ready.
0: What is your favorite...
1: Show to watch. Ooh, that's a good one. What is your favorite show to watch? And 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 just before you answer that, Kolinsky, make sure it's an American show that we all can relate to, or else we'll just be lost. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Even if it's no, nah, I mean, Swiss I, show, it's
2: I watch all my shows on Netflix, and that's all American, anyways. So like, um, I like. I think like sitcoms in general. Like, I really like. Um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Ooh, Modern Brooklyn. Family, Parks and Rec, The Office, like, okay. those, like... Some American
1: classics. American classics. Those are just,
2: like, every, honestly, ever since the pandemic, like, I've only been able to watch comfort shows, so ah. I've just, like, rewatched those four shows on loop. For some reason, like, just watching new stuff hasn't been on my radar anymore, That's so, like, I've, yeah. Oh, and Avatar The Last Airbender. Ooh, Can't uh, forget Avatar The Last go. Airbender. That's, like, my favorite, like, all-time...
1: I mean, there you go, Baby Yoda. He likes The Office, Parks and Rec, all those classic shows that uh, you hate. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, 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 Kalinsky, is there a uh, is there a question that you may have for our dearest Baby Wait, Yoda? Wait, I have oh, a oh. I have bonus
0: question.
1: Bonus question. Let's go. Nice. Bonus. Let's go. Do you like pretzels or waffles? But not those plain
0: pretzels that you'll get. Those nice fluffy homemade pretzels,
1: and not those, and not those bad, those bad waffles. Homemade waffles, like the good waffles, like some Belgian yeah. waffles. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so <laughs> good, good, good. Bonus question. Wild but sober is not here to ask it, so let, so we'll let him answer. What, what? Which is it?
2: I would probably go. With waffles, but that just also might be because I haven't had waffles in so long, and I really want to have them again.
1: <laughs> waffles, um, waffle like they're both gang? good,
2: but I, I I'd probably go with waffles.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm a waffle guy myself, but uh, you know. And also, oh. one
0: more bonus question.
1: Oh, okay. Well, we got bonus questions.
0: Do you like your your nuggets with barbecue sauce? Or without barbecue sauce?
2: (laughs) Barbecue sauce. All the way. Kalinski loves the
1: barbecue sauce.
2: Boom. Like, I'm that guy who will always order barbecue sauce instead of sweet and sour any fast food place I go to. Like, barbecue sauce is my jam.
1: Barbecue sauce (laughs) is life for Kalinski. So, there you go. Uh, Wow, you guys got a lot in common. Kalinski, do you got a question for our dear baby Yoda?
2: Um... How do I become more in tune with the Force? I've always wanted to know.
1: Baby Yoda, how does Kalinske become more in tune with the Force? This is something that he's always wanted to know. How do you become more in tune with the Force?
0: Go to space, get yourself a
1: license to drive, and get yourself an ID. There you go. There you go. You just need a license ID. To be uh, uh, in the Force, that to, to, to become one with the Force, and to be a Jedi. So there you go. Nice. You just for, just... for that for that
0: for that question that I asked. Speaking of the sauce, sauce and nuggets, go to my fr- my dear old friend, Saucy Chicken Nugget.
1: Okay, yeah, why don't we get a shout-out for Saucy Chicken Nugget in the chat, please? Thank you so much, Baby Yoda. I appreciate your time and your effort, and thank you for all your wise, wise words. Baby Yoda, you have a great rest of your day. I'll talk to you later.
0: Talk
1: to you later. Bye. Baby Yoda,
2: everybody!
1: Thank you baby yo thank you that was that was magnificico um, what what does that even mean uh, yeah the the um, yeah baby Yoda, everybody there you go um, I- anyways
2: uh, you you have a single that you're working on don't you I do I do actually um, so I, re- I released my last one in July which uh, like, uh, was played at the beginning of the stream. Yeah, it was it, the one without the video, state <laughs> of the art. Yeah, um, Very lovely too. And uh, the other one that's coming out is Hush, which also played, oh. was the one that was like a stream capture. Um, nice. And I recorded both of them at the same time, actually. I went to the studio in February. Um, and it's taken I a little push. bit because my producer is also my vocal coach and uh, she's not a full-time producer yet. Mm. So... And we've been involved in like other projects together. She's been doing some sound design for short films that my sister has been working on. Oh wow! Um, So like she's she's had a lot of like other projects, and like she's very involved with like various members of my family. And like she recorded a choir thing for my mom's school. My mom's a teacher. Oh. Um, So she's like had all these other projects, and it was just kind of like right. So. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Hush will be coming out in October, I think, if everything goes according to plan. Um, yeah. It's a lullaby. It's good to put people to sleep. Um, <laughs> so uh, your lady Fred and Bonnie, I guess, uh, good, <laughs> she has that. Yeah. Out Bonnie, <laughs> you have a you have a good night, Bon Bon. I'll talk to you later, my friend.
1: Um, the <laughs> it works like a charm, but but what what's your uh, what's the instrumentation gonna be? Is it gonna be a full live production or is it gonna be? You it's and acoustic,
2: acoustic. Yeah, awesome. it's me and a guitar. It's me and a guitar and some backing vocals. Um, one one version with, one version without. It's like the the old school way of doing like the different different type like different recordings or like the same recording edited differently on the same album, right? Like that used to be a thing that people did, and I'm doing that. Um. This time round with this one,
1: that's fun. That's yeah. fun. Yeah, uh, is doing something with this song called Pumpkins, and it's uh, she has like seven different versions. Uh, it, it's just gonna Ooh, be an album nice. of the same song, but in seven different versions of it. And nice. it's like an EDM version. There's a synthwave version. There's a like a kids version. There's a there's a uh, there's a <laughs> reggae tone version. <laughs> There's an eight bit version. Um, nice. There is there is a lot of versions and uh, it's pretty fun. I, I I do enjoy that. And you did. I loved your cover of Charlie Boy too. I love that that album. Nice. That Lumineers album was so. It was such a touching and powerful album for me at the time.
2: Um, mm. Are you a Lumineers fan? I am. I haven't listened to like enough of their stuff consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, I say that with a lot of bands. There's a lot oh, of yeah. bands who I, I like various songs of and I just need to like take an hour and just like go <laughs> listen to al- an album <laughs> yeah. you know, and just like listen to the whole thing. Well, and, like, I mean, the, the
1: Lumineers, that like, first album is really the only album that I really care yeah, about. I've tried yeah. listening to the other albums and like I'm just not I'm not feeling it like that first album, man. Like there mm-hmm. was just some magic that was captured in that. and uh, yeah. yeah. I think you did great. I, I
2: didn't really know like Charlie Boy. um I was I like I obviously knew like their their big songs like Ophelia yeah. I knew um, and what was, um, Hey ho I don't know, Hey ho yeah and then what's the last one, Gale song I think I think so, yeah like those those three I knew obviously and it was actually um, it was the patron saint of music Twitch himself uh, thirty seven people um, no. I don't know i you've, you've, you've seen thirty seven right no Th- thirty seven people. Yeah, it's like the Twitch handle. Um, He he does a lot of charity stuff, but he's also, like, donated to a lot of music streamers, Mm. um, like, very generously over the past year, especially during the pandemic time. And um, he's actually organizing a charity stream next month with, like, 25 different streamers now, um, raising money for... Various local Ronald McDonald Children's Hospitals, actually. Oh, um, that's
1: that's lovely. Which is
2: really cool, and I'm involved in that as well. But uh, it was actually um, he got me to live learn that. Oh, okay. Um, at some point, and uh, that was that was really cool, um, and it kind of exposed me to more Lumineers music, and I was really happy. And then, gotcha. um, I kind of did that YouTube version also um, as a bonus for him, kind of like he was oh. doing another charity event. Uh, and he wanted like various streamers to record videos, and like I did that for that like for that event actually, and then I was able to put it up on YouTube. Um, but it was also good recording practice, adding a bit of mandolin in there.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, like, yeah. I did hear that. Yeah. that. I was like, what yeah. is he hitting that on the down? Like, was he <laughs> like,
2: how's he hitting that? Yeah. <laughs> this 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 little thing over here. Ooh, sexy! I love it. I those. can I can only play like a couple of melodies on it, but it it is a nice instrument that i love the way it sounds oh yeah mandolin's um, a
1: great man um, yeah so the the stubborn love gloria was uh ophelia was one of their hits salt and sea i guess i don't know i'm just reading songs that were supposed Fair. hit <laughs> um <clears throat> oh shit i was gonna i was just gonna ask you something gosh darn it oh whatever i, th- I think we covered a lot here Honestly, I think, I think we still need to go back to the language thing, by the way. That's what it was. That's what it was. Thank you so much. I was like, God damn it. I had something in my head. (laughs) So no one seemed to want to guess. So that's okay. Uh, We're going to let it slide for now. Uh, but but uh, moving dutchman says four and i'm 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 uh, i'm inclined to agree with moving dutchman i feel like moving dutchman speaks more than one language and or i know he speaks more than one language actually <laughs> so uh, but 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 uh, i bet it takes one to know one is what i'm saying and so i'm going with moving dutchman oh calm down moving dutchman you don't have to <laughs> throw it in our faces uh, so go ahead, Kalinsky. What is the answer to the question that is uh, that is just uh, the inquiring minds want to know?
2: <laughs> um, fluently, at a native level, I speak two and a half languages, the half being the Swiss German dialect. Ah. Um, <laughs> I understand and can keep <laughs> up with... Um, with Dutch as well, because Ooh. it's a very interesting blend of English and German kind of, um, mm-hmm. and I've like, because I study there, uh, I picked up a lot. Um, so I do know a bit of that. I had some French in school. Um, I can understand a bit, uh, I know a tiny bit of Czech because I went to school there, but like, I never really, because it was an English school, I never really had to learn Czech Officially, so mm. like I only know how to order food, yeah, um, <laughs> which is helpful. <laughs> yeah, I can I can probably swear in like five other languages. I know anime Japanese, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? Like, hey, you, you dude, it's yeah, so. Fun. But it's like fluent. Like I'd say, like if if you want like a legit answer, like two. Plus Swiss German, which isn't officially a language, but it's different enough from like normal German to be not considered just an accent, you know, like. Right. Yeah. um, Because a lot of German people don't understand Swiss German. Yeah. Like it's it was Swiss people used Swiss German as a code during World War Two because a lot of the, the Germans couldn't actually like understand a lot of it.
1: That's cool.
2: Interesting. Yeah.
1: That I, I like that. I mean, I love that <laughs> I love those like World War I love the like wartime stories and like like spy stories and shit, man. That shit just just fucking does it for me. Anyways, um, yeah, dude, Kalinski, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, I forgot to ask, do do you? Do you want to perform a song? You don't have to. You, uh, it's, uh, it's, we're getting. I know it's getting late for you, and and I, I, didn't ask you at the top, so now I feel like I'm putting you on the spot.
2: Please don't feel like I'm putting you on the
1: spot. If you don't want to, no worries. Say no, and I think I
2: don't go. um, I would say yes normally, but my voice is a little bit uh, no strained. Worries. Well, yeah, you've been I streamed. Ta- yeah, yeah, I streamed earlier today. Like I, I did oh, okay. a bunch of singing and stuff. Um,
1: yeah, and then you also talking, feel like yeah for like two yeah hours. streaming
2: performing through zoom feels so weird because I, I don't have it. like my ableton mix running and stuff I so it's just you. like
1: yeah you're it's just gonna be weird no yeah. i totally totally <laughs> cool i i just had to ask and uh nowhere no worries, totally fine. i appreciate that uh, uh Kalinsky, again everyone who's in chat here please make sure that you're following Kolinsky. he uh He's a wonderful, wonderful uh, musician. And and you guys got to know a little bit more about him. And I mean, he's just a good hearted human being here. Like, just why can't we all just get along? (laughs) That is exactly. That's Kalinske right there. Why can't we all just get along? (laughs) Damn it. Kolinsky, is there, uh, is how can people get a hold of you? When's the next time you stream? And I put your links in the sh- in the chat, and you guys listening on the audio side, all the links will be in the show notes. So go make sure you're clicking around and giving Kolinsky some love. But uh, is there anything else that you want to let people know to go check out?
2: Um, next stream is Sunday at one p.m. Central European Standard Time, which is super early. It's like it's like t- in the morning. Almost like, it's like ten hours from like 10 hours before now on Sunday
1: I'm confused thank you
2: it's like <laughs> 10 hours ago yeah on Su- like I think
1: you're making it worse for me you're making it worse Kalinsky. Yeah.
2: Kalinsky. Well, I- I'm trying to I'm trying to convert you guys are nine hours ahead so it would be like oh. or behind you're right yeah 10 hours behind sorry you're 10 hours behind really Where we are. Yeah. So wait. Nine hours. Nine hours behind because it's three for you. Now it's five for you, right? It's after five five, for you. It's 11. Yeah. Okay. So one, my time would be like seven hours or six hours. in the morning for you. Five in the morning for you.
1: I think you're only six hours ahead, bud. I think you're, if it's only 11 for you and it's five o'clock, it's only six, right? Oh, wait.
2: Yeah. Okay. I can't do math. That's okay, man. Uh, for some reason, for some reason I had West Coast United States. Ah,
1: had, yes. No, I'm was, East. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, wish, right. I wish. I wish yeah. I was
2: on the West Coast. Yeah, I used no, to. All right. Be. So you're yeah, so you're quick like New York time and stuff. Yes. Yeah, the 6 yes. hours. Okay. Yes. So then that would be like 7 seven a.m. for you guys. That's not bad. That's not yeah. bad. Uh well, I That's why I study literature, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man,
1: hey. <laughs> Hey, someone needs to do the heavy lifting in the literature department, you know? Yeah. (laughs) kolinsky thank you so much for for being on the show and for chatting for so long and and, and thank and you so much us, for having me oh and man for the invite I well i being here well i had <laughs> such a great time chatting and, and you're more than welcome to come back anytime if you if you want to come back and and talk about your new single when it comes out let me know we'll make it happen for sure so. all right good. man well you have a wonderful rest of your evening and i will talk to you um very soon you so much, Kolinsky. I really appreciate you coming on the show and doing your Switzerland stuff. I don't know what that means. I don't know what Switzerland stuff means, but you can definitely find Kolinsky on Twitch at twitch.tv slash it's Kolinsky. It's Go get yourself some Kulinski. His social media links and all that shit is in the show notes. So go click around. Go give him some love, baby. Um, Yeah, anyways, great conversation. Uh, I would really love for you guys to go give a review to the show. You know, I, I know that you guys. I know you hear it out of me every week, but but I would really love for you guys to go leave a review for the show. It really does help us to get noticed in the algorithm of the podcasting universe. So, you know, I, I really do, uh, I really do appreciate you guys, and um, you know, I appreciate you guys listening to the new single. Uh, just a, a heads up, we got 666 listens so far. So, thank you guys. Thank you so much for. For doing that and listening to the show uh, listening to the podcast listening to the music and 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 the, and the videos and all this stuff i really appreciate you guys out there consuming um this content you guys are great so remember to uh, support all of our sponsors whenever there's sponsors on the show and uh of course let's not forget about modedstudios.com modedstudios.com brings you the finest the coolest the funniest patches and apparel fully embroidered here in america uh moded go get yourself some m-o-d-e-d-s-t-u-d-i-o-s.com all right guys that's enough out of me i gotta go i got things to do i got things i do i can't just be around here sitting here talking on a microphone all day that's mostly what i do now um, no, I, I do have really interesting, um, <laughs> so uh, there's this really weird thing, right? So, um, I don't know him, know him, like we're not best friends, but i met and hung out with the keyboard player for, uh, Alan Stone. Uh, Alan Stone is a Seattle based soul singer. He's blue eyed soul singer, uh, which is just basically white boy soul, but he's a fantastic artist. And his keyboard player, his name is Swatkins. That's his stage name, but I think it's his last name as well. uh, Or Swatty. Uh, He is a Portlandite. Uh, I think he lives in Portland. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he lives in Portland. And he is, uh, I mean, he's a fantastic keyboard player. Uh, He has his own projects. He plays with the Scary Pockets, uh, Alan Stone, uh, the Motet. I mean, this guy is a bad, bad boy. And he gets around. Uh, He's wonderful, wonderful, uh, uh, what is that? Talk box player, uh, you know, Zap and Roger type shit. I mean, just fucking fantastic. Anyways, uh, enough dick riding there. I'm supposed to go and rehearse an Alan Stone song um, where Swatkins actually played keys on the song and I'm supposed to release it as a YouTube video. Now, when I think of, you know, I know I just got done talking about how we shouldn't be comparing ourselves, but if you look at it in a realistic manner, Swatkins would just wipe the floor with me. If there was a keyboard battle, if that was such a thing, he would definitely win, by far. I'm not trying to discourage myself or to talk bad about myself, because I know where I stand. I know where I stand as a keyboardist. I know where I stand as a musician. Um, so, I just have this... So, again, I, I kind of know Swatkins, right? Like, I can hit him up on Instagram, and he'll respond to me, like, on a message, right? Like, I could be like, hey, what are you doing? Here? Blah, blah, blah. And he'll respond. And I'm sure he does that with a lot of people. You know, I'm not saying that I have this exclusive relationship with Swatkins, Okay. I'm not trying to say that I'm not trying to brag or anything all I'm saying is that he responds to me on Instagram sometimes so there you go uh, he's I asked him to be on the show and he said at the time he said that he didn't really have anything to say but maybe in the future so there you go we might have a future thing to uh, to do so uh, that'll be fun that'll be really fun. Uh, if we can if we can make it work, uh, I know he's been talking about releasing a new single soon, so or a new album, so maybe we'll hit him up around that time, so we can help him promote and uh, all that good stuff. But anyways, so <laughs> here's the thing: the dude wants to record a YouTube video of this Alan Stone song, which. I know the keyboard, kind. I kind of know the keyboard player, like I partied with him one night and then, you know, whatever. Uh, I kind of know the keyboard player and I respect the shit out of him and it kind of embarrasses me that <laughs> this is going to be out in the public. Not that Steve Watkins is actually going to watch this video, okay? I, I, I doubt it, right? But still, the fact that it's out into the universe, I respect this keyboard player so much and I respect his keyboard lines and i'm just gonna go and shit all over them with my sloppy mediocre plane so (laughs) it's kind of embarrassing you know it's kind of embarrassing that it's gonna be out in public uh but whatever i I know that seems really shallow and it's just lame (laughs) but but this is the type of things i think about okay um i you know like i I am insecure about my plane i am insecure about that And, And and You know, that's just my realistic look at where I stand as a musician. I'm I'm a little insecure about it. What can I say? It's very unappealing to other musicians. Let me tell you, because I've had insecure musicians come talk to me and they think I'm awesome. And it's really off-putting when people, especially when someone comes up to you and is like, Hey man, you fucking shredded it. Like I used to be like, man, that fucking sucks. I suck. And I realized that that's very off-putting, and it it puts people in a weird, awkward position because they just got done coming up to you. And first of all, they had to have the courage to come up to you. You know, like for musicians, I mean, for a lot of musicians, I guess, if they see another musician, they really like what they did, they'll usually go and be like, hey, man, that was awesome, or whatever it is, you know, like we don't mind giving props, even though we can be a little weird sometimes as musicians, but... I don't know it it, it's weird when you give someone a compliment and they just shit on your compliment you know (laughs) and and when you consider the fact that most normal people non-musicians when they're approaching a musician you know that's not an easy thing to do especially if they respect you as you know or a fan you know that's not easy for them to come up and be like hey i really enjoyed that so then for you to turn around shit on their compliment and then send them on their way it's just rude kind of really it's very easy to say thank you and and, and, and shake hands and, 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 you know, whatever whatever your method is. But it's very easy to just be like, thank you and move on, right? And that's something I had to learn. I had to learn that the hard way for many years. <laughs> many years. People would come up to me and be like, hey, man, that was great. Oh, I fucking suck. I suck so bad. Ugh. Nobody wants that, right? So anyways... That's what I got to do this this weekend. I'm gonna be um, rehearsing and filming an Alan Stone song. Um, I'm gonna be going to the studio to record some a project for Reyna, uh, and and so lots of music stuff, lots of lots of that stuff this weekend, which is good. It's a good thing. I haven't been playing a lot of gigs. I played a wedding last Saturday. And it was amazing. Like it was. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you how much money I made, but I made a pretty decent amount of money for the very minimal amount of work. It was about nine songs. We ended up playing like 11 songs, though, because um, we were running a little short. So we've learned some songs on the spot, which, hey, that's no problem for me as long as they're not like crazy hard songs. You know, like crazy fucking jazz tunes or something. But I'm not that awesome. But if you got three or four court wonder, bitch, I will fucking play the shit out of it. So, uh, <laughs> here I am, world. Anyways, um, so I played a wedding this last Saturday, and it was fantastic. It was really nice, actually. It was like, it was only an hour work. I got paid good money for minimal work. Um, at the wedding people were very nice. The 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 people walking around with the the trays of food whatever you call it we played cocktail hours so people just drinking and enjoying and we mostly got ignored and that's fine i don't care i don't give a shit okay because either way the fucking the guy in charge paid us up front all right got my money i don't i don't need you to clap for me you gave me the money i'm gonna do my job and i'm gonna leave and then i left and it was great. I, I, I stopped and, and got some food for the fam, and we had we had a little cheese tray, which I, I'm not really cheese is not really great for my system. But anyways, yeah. So that 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 was my last weekend. It was really good. Um, I mostly it, it, for the other part of it because when me and my wife got back from vacation like i i can't we kind of came back and worked really hard so we've only really had like a couple of days of just sort of chill like chill t- like real chill time but even real chill time involves like us on our phones like doing stuff you know so it's like this is no chill um so sunday like i'm mostly trying to just chill the fuck out and scroll <laughs> i did a lot of tiktok uh, learned a lot of things. My TikTok is insane right now. It's all like Alex Jones and, and, and like... <laughs> like vaccine vaccination shit. <laughs> it's just so stupid. Uh, anyways, that's all. That's it, everyone. Um, let, let, Let's go into the weekend with uh, with an open heart and an open mind. And be very thankful for the things that we have. and And, 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 and all the things that we want in life. Just, let's just put the perspective that those are wants and not needs and that we have what we need to live and, and if you don't have what you need to live a happy life I, I, I you know I hope the best for you and I and I hope that uh, these words can give you a little comfort because I do love you and if you're having a hard time right now please never. Feel, never feel embarrassed or ashamed to reach out to me on any of my platforms—Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whatever it is. Email me, we speak English good at gmail.com. If you're ever in a situation where you you feel like you need help for, for or whatever it is, please do not hesitate. Please email me, whatever whatever it is. Reach out. I don't mind talking. Um, you know, we're we're growing as a community. Um, and we're lucky enough right now where I can actually address you guys, um, every time, you know, anytime you guys send an email, I always respond no matter what, even if it's a shitty email and it's you guys complaining, but it's, uh, I I always send emails until I can't do that until it's like literally impossible for me to respond to every email. I respond to every email. I respond to every message. So, uh, yeah. Uh, if you're having a hard time in life and, and you just need someone to chat with, I'm here. Please do. Um, it's the least I could do. You guys devote so much time to me every week. So um, it's, it's the least I can do is to give something back and give you my time. So much love, everybody. Be good to your fellow human beings. HJ's for everybody. I'll see you guys next week with another fire-ass conversation. All right, guys. Peace.